Nation, please, it's time for the final countdown. The show starts in 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, let's rock. of the Jumping the Rail podcast. This is Mark Rebin coming to you from the Noodles position in Champaign, Illinois, joined as always by my buddy Menders. And, you know, this is going to be a rough one, Menders. I don't know what we're going to talk about today. What do you want to talk about today, Reb? <laughs> That's very Cody of you. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot going on. A lot. There, there, there is. Indies in, especially with what I just saw on, uh, Let's see, what was it, Wrestle World? Yeah, there's uh, there's some, some juicy things. nuggets of uh, on the rumor mill there for sure, uh, and just the I just want to watch the carnage in me is really hoping that one of those things happens. I'm waiting for the train wreck. I hope the train wreck happens. Oh. I hope oh, it does. Oh, the meltdown. <laughs> this will great. be this will be a calm <laughs> reaction if that's the case. <laughs> Uh, first off, uh, we all remember the last episode. We were doing a Who Wore It Better segment, Menders, with uh, <laughs> our friend Clayton Clark, the Shotgun City Sheriff, and Tony Khan. For those that don't remember, there's Clayton. Mm-hmm. There's Tony. <laughs> Clayton. Tony. Clayton. Clayton wore it better. Okay. So... We have a th- we have a new entry in this uh, equation here, Menders. Do after we? this past weekend? Do we? <laughs> <laughs> you stole the man's hat. I, I might have gotten a fight with a sheriff. It's okay. You know, removing an officer's hat is technically a federal offense. Eh. So there's Clayton. There's Menders. <laughs> I think he still wears it better, but it was more funny yes. for me to steal it. Okay, so. <laughs> So Clayton wins this one. Okay, let's try this. Menders, Tony. It's totally me. <laughs> it's totally me. I wore it better than Tony. <laughs> oh, AJ says JBL and, wore it better than both both of them. Both of them. Both. Oh, both of them. Oh, okay. <laughs> hey, Dwayne says I rocked liked it. it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we had a good time. We went to Hybrid Championship Wrestling this past Saturday. Check the show out and. Speaking of that, we are going to be joined by the owner of Hybrid Championship yeah, Wrestling. The Booker. the Booker, I guess, the is the proper term. Uh, also, 
a, no, a notable independent wrestler, Austin Ryan, one half of Mount Olympus, as seen on Mender's t-shirt. So we'll get the, we'll pick his brain a little bit about the some of the doings in, in Indiana. There you go. Sounds good to me. So where do we want to start? Do we want to can can we can we do the little juicy bit of information? Let's that do I got? the juicy tidbit of information because yeah, that just tickled me. Just the idea it, that oh, this could happen. Okay, so exclusive, and this is from Wrestle World. So I don't know how legit it is, but this is what I saw. We're being told that Raw's next TV deal has either been completed or extremely close to being completed, and is expected to be announced before January of 2024. So, I'm going to start from the bottom and work my way up. Does that work okay? Oh, yeah. Build up Let's suspense. do that. So, in a distant fourth, last they heard, was NBC Universal to possibly retain the rights for either USA Network or Sci-Fi. So, then third place, right, or in looking in about third, is Amazon, which they're looking to place the show on their prime streaming service. Legit. Second is Disney. And they're looking to place the show on FX. Okay. <laughs> Here you go, Reb. This is the one. Hang that on, wait, wait, hang on. But before you do, okay. Let me take the thing down. Where is it? Where is? It? There we go. Ready? Ready. Oh, you got drum roll! Yay! I figured it out. Warner Brothers Discovery <laughs> looking at placing the show on TBS or TNT. Was Tony shitting his pants yet? Oh my god. Well, more. <laughs> right. Well, yeah, true. Well, I'll tell you what. That jackass decided to go head to head with Survivor Series on Saturday with, what was it, Collision I, I, and Rampage, right? Uh, sure. I didn't even get a chance to watch Collision or Rampage. I, I haven't heard the ratings Survivor yet. Series. <laughs> it's. It's. I mean, he got his ass kicked with Collision going up against SmackDown. What made him think that those two shows were going to have a decent number with Survivor Series going opposite them? I I, I don't know. Uh, our buddy Barry actually made a quit, made a, an interesting point after uh, Saturday. He asked if this was Tony's Waterloo moment for all you history buffs. You know about Napoleon <laughs> got a little big first britches and tried to invade Waterloo and got his ass kicked, which made yeah. me get creative. It made me get creative, Benders. So I had to oh, go no. on the. Uh, so, for those who know who Napoleon is, <laughs> I guess uh, Napoleon Tony part, I guess you would call him? I guess. I'm not sure how that would go. <laughs> uh, Dwayne says, WWE and AEW both on Turner. I don't know if it's both. I don't know if it'd be both. It is entirely possible that they're looking to... With, Get rid. with the way the ratings have been lately, I wouldn't be surprised if they're trying to just take AEW off. Switch out. Yep. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. I like what yeah. AJ had to say. <laughs> oh, hang on. What did he say? Oh, <laughs> I'm going to imagine he's this. I'm reading this in Vince's voice. Please do. <laughs> well, goddamn, pal. We got these ratings with the off brand shit. What kind of ratings will we do with this name brand shit? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he's got a point. He he really does. I mean, that's that's TV uh, networks for you. They're looking for the things that are going to get through the ratings, and lately it has not been AEW. Right. It's it's crazy to think, but it's uh, with all the other, I guess we call it uh, 
notable happenings this weekend is between the AEW and WWE. I Hell froze so over. Many... It's all good. Hell froze over. I see all <laughs> these on these fan pages on Facebook or on social media in general saying they're still holding on to this. They're saying Tony's the greatest booker ever and he saved pro wrestling and all this shit. And we're going to get into full gear eventually. Do we have to? I mean, we, we kind of do. <laughs> okay. We'll hit the high spots. But, high uh, spots? Well. <laughs> Sorry. Con spots. All right. <laughs> Con! Oh boy. I'm a little I'm a little worried about jumping into anything juicy because I don't want to get going before our guest arrives. Well, I just but, sent uh, him a message, so we'll see. We'll see if I get okay. an answer back. Uh well, one thing I will talk about, I mean everybody I'm the elephant in the room is obviously CM Punk coming back mm-hmm. in Survivor Series. Mm-hmm. Uh but somebody has wedged his way into the conversation, uh, even though nobody wants him there, <laughs> Menders. And I'm just gonna throw this up here. Oh, back. would he please retire? I would be so happy if he would just retire. Uh, well, and can we take him off Twitter or X or whatever? I the think hell it's he, called? he needs to get off of all of the socials and the whatnots and everything because he's kind of a jackass. But anyway, so he put that up where he said he was going to retire if Punk showed if Punk showed up, but he backpedaled. Menders, I don't know if you saw this yeah, or not. Now is it like if he stays for six months? Oh, retire well, or something. He said he said that too, but here's oh. what he put after after Survivor Series. So the top one there, that's the official retire. Then I will not be retiring. He had to return to AEW, and that did not happen. What? Yeah, he <laughs> he back. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, AJ has a good point. Retire. This from is very life. very true. And then uh, later on, I don't know if you saw this, Menders. He later on he went on and he said oh, that geez. when he does come back, he's he's going to have a louder pop than Punk did. <laughs> All right, keep the dream alive, Ryback. Yeah. Oh, Ryback. <sighs> oh my goodness. Ryback. So, That's what I'm calling him, Ryback. <laughs> Will you send him Ryback to wherever he came from? <laughs> please. Ridiculous. Can we please? Yes. Uh, I I haven't thought about the guy in years. The only time I ever think he goes about him is when he puts little, up. Yep, when he puts up something stupid. stupid shit. Yep. yep, pretty much. Pretty much. It's, <laughs> Don't uh, care. And then, you see, I guess I was talking about the... Uh, hello. Oh, pie so, noodle. Yeah, she's next to the Christmas tree. I have to kind of keep an eye on her because she likes to try to mess with the tree. And the tree is literally right next to me. <laughs> so that's why I have this handy. Ah. So she does not care for that. She doesn't even like the sight of it. So hopefully that that works. But anyway, talking about the fans, she's, they're, number one, they're saying Punk is a traitor for leaving AW. He, the guy got, he got fired. <laughs> Tony fucked up, not Punk. Exactly. Okay, I'm going to say it. Did you watch Raw last night? I did watch Raw. Did you see at the very end what he said? He said, I'm not here to make friends. I'm here to make money. And, and that's Wrestling 101. That is Wrestling 101. And if you listen to the promo, and I mentioned this to our little group chat today, Menders, you would have thought he'd never been in AEW the way uh-uh. he was talking. Not at all. Not at Which all. Which is the biggest FU you can give to Tony Khan or Jack Perry or the Young Bucks Ugh. after all the shit they were pulling to not even, rec- not even acknowledge him, no pun intended. Right. 
I agree. Yeah, it's because uh, you know that's what they want. They want, they want the attention. That's why Bucks did the friggin' victory lap in Chicago after he got fired. Idiot. <laughs> and and all the AEW diehards, the I guess. All due respect to ECW fans, all the Kool-Aid drinkers in AEW are going on about how Tony saved wrestling, and he's the one he got wronged by Punk because Punk went to WWE, and it's like I said, any sympathy I could have remotely had for Tony Khan in this situation went away when the Bucks did their victory lap. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Barry made a good point. He closed the chapter yeah. like a grown man should. That's right. All right. Oh, AJ, your point too. That you can yep. make friends or you can make money is an old Kevin Nash quote. It, yeah, and nobody did that better than Kevin Nash. Right. <laughs> uh, Dwayne's got a question for us. Uh, okay. Dwayne asking, was Seth Rollins' reaction on Saturday real? Uh, do you have your Gary? Do you have your Gary <laughs> video oh. ready? <laughs> Not only that, I'm. I need to get something going here because Gary, as we know, never happened. It's a word. <laughs> Never happened. It's a word. Get that going, but I'll play it twice. It's it 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 merits it. Yeah. Uh, let me see here. Did I do? I didn't. Okay. I need to get a. I had a chat with Gary after uh, Survivor Series. He sent me a, a very concise message on uh, <laughs> in the Facebook Messenger after reacting to this. So uh-huh. I'm going. I'm Does just gonna. I'm gonna screenshot this. Oh no. <laughs> oh okay. It's uh. I'm not gonna show the whole conversation. I'm just gonna show what he said. Okay. Like originally. Okay. Let me get it from my phone to the computer. You there. go right ahead and do that. All right, because I think you'll get a kick out of it. Oh, also, by the way, Menders, uh, we're doing our big urine review episode on December twenty-sixth on the Tuesday. Sixth. Mm-hmm. Yes. I think Gary is going to join us. Yay! I think where's my picture? That go? makes me happy. Yes. We're, okay, the picture disappeared. <laughs> that sounds about it. right. Yeah, that's very on brand with me. Do that again yeah. here. Because the suspense is killing you, I'm sure. It is. I really want to see what Gary had to say. Oh, failed. Oh, it failed. Airdrop. Yeah, do that. There we go. Now we got it here. Move it over here where I won't lose it. There we go. All right. Overlay. I talk to myself because somebody's got We can't have dead air, and I'm not sure what to talk about because I I don't know what he's going to say, so... Okay, so as we know, Gary was convinced that Punk leaving AEW was a work, and he was going to be coming back. Right. About not too long after the end of the Survivor Series event, I got this message. (laughs) 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 Yeah. Well, shit. It kind of kind of sums it up, doesn't it? It does. It does. Oh, my friend Gary. We love Gary. I'll be glad. He'll, oh, I'll yeah. be glad to see him coming back. So, be nice to have yes. him back. Yes, I'm hoping he's back regularly. But if not, you know, every now and then is a nice uh, 
Nice bonus. Nice change of pace. So yes. we don't entertain everybody ourselves all the time. <laughs> or don't entertain everybody ourselves. <laughs> yes. Yes, yes, yes. So I reached out to our buddy, uh, big man Chan from Zero One, because I, I wanted to get him on with us for a few minutes at least, because he was in Chicago. At Survivor Series. He was. I was able to hear back. He was busy. So I think he's at work, so he hadn't got back to me yet. So gotcha. maybe we can get him at some point. But uh, yeah, there was, uh, he was... He was in Chicago for SmackDown and Survivor Series. Kind of messed up kayfabe a little bit in the process, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, let's see. <laughs> oh, yeah. AJ wants to make sure we know that he stumbled out of your house singing. Prince oh, I know he did. Because after... he came to visit oh, me before he I think the whole neighborhood knows he did. <laughs> yep. And he came to visit me before he <laughs> left. And... It says like, like it was like an RKO out of nowhere. Did oh, anybody really Sugar think Holt Randy was wasn't going to show up, though? Oh no! Not I, for one moment did I think show. he wasn't going to show no, up. No, they're going to. They made everybody wait, you know, for the big return. That's the same reason but, I think they made Punk uh, wait to do the main in the main event last night instead of opening the show. Well, and uh, but we're not talking about my favorite return. Oh, we are the ageless are truth. Yes, and he has not missed a beat. Exactly. Especially he him on awesome. him last night on Raw. Exactly. Don't forget in Judgment Day's clubhouse. Our, <laughs> him in the, him in the clubhouse with the platinum jelly roll. <laughs> oh, jelly roll. <sighs> <sighs> oh, truth. Graciously offered to be the Judgment Day's fifth member on their War Games team last night. Mm-hmm. Last night. Uh, this timing, as always, was impeccable. Exactly. Uh, oh my goodness. Uh, you know what? We're gonna we can go ahead and get into some of the stuff for AEW. I'm sending you a message right now, so and we'll go ahead and get in some. Why don't we go ahead and get into like the full gear and some of that stuff, and then we can. Okay, we can do that. Okay. All right. So we'll do that. All right. So, with uh, full gear, and this is one that we all had to kind of catch up on after the fact because we were at a Zero One USA show last Saturday. So we were not. Which was able probably to catch more it, fun than full gear. I'm just saying. Hey, that was a fun show. I love Zero One shows, you know? Well, uh, and we'll talk all about it tomorrow night. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, indeed. All right. I'm going to call up the results from full year, at least, so we can. Yeah, please do, because I don't to... remember. I don't remember. Uh, I will say this uh, highly entertaining listening to Jim Cornette discuss full year. <laughs> I only listened, I only got a chance to listen to him talk about one match. <laughs> uh huh. And I bet I know the <laughs> Texas death match. The Texas death match. AJ, yeah. can you put up AJ's quote? <laughs> Uh, full gear, more like TK's dealer showed up with his full order of gear for the night. I'm not going to put up the picture I put of of Tony Khan in Scarface <laughs> mode because that might get me in trouble on YouTube. Yeah, but, don't uh, do that. <laughs> I'll stick with Napoleon yeah. Tony part. There you go. <laughs> I need to 
call the Paint Your Life people, see if I can get this portrait made and then have it sent to them. There you Okay. <laughs> All right. Let's start off with Full Gear. What happened? All right. Well, I don't first remember. Off, I've slept okay, in Okay. Well, first off, <laughs> yeah. So the, the pre-show matches look better than the, some of the stuff on the pay-per-view. First off, uh, well, it's Eddie Kingston defended the Ring of Honor World title against Jay Lethal, which would be phenomenal if the rest of the Goon Squad wasn't out there with Jay Lethal. Right. Yeah. Uh, if they Kingston actually took retained. Lethal seriously. If they took Lethal yeah, which, seriously, that would have been great. But but the match he had with Swerve on Dynamite last week was excellent. Yeah. I believe in it. In the tournament. Yeah. Because there was no bullshit. Nobody interfering. No giants. No pinheads. Whatever you want to say. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, Kingston retained in the opening match on the, on the Zero Hour. Uh, let's see. Claudio versus Buddy Matthews. That's another I, one. That's... I need to get back and watch that. Because... Yeah. I love Buddy and I love Claudio. So yes. let's do it. Um, I yes. need to watch that one. Yeah. Uh, Claudio got the win here with the sharpshooter. So Matthews tapped out. Then uh, we had the Ring of Honor World Tag Team title match. MJF and Samoa Joe against the uh, the Guns, uh, Austin and Joey O'Gunn. <laughs> that never gets old, does it, Menders? No, it sure doesn't. I still love it. <laughs> I AJ, just hate the fact that I was the one that pointed it out. <laughs> AJ enjoyed Kingston Lethal. Dwayne pointing out that there is a Napoleon movie coming out. There sure is, but they couldn't get Tony to play him, though. So, Aww, I'm so bummed. I'm okay, though. I'll, I'll live. All right. All right. So, of course, MJF and Joe win the uh, tag title match, and then that's when the Bullet Club did the stretcher job on MJF. Mm-hmm. Uh, Setting up for the main event of Full Gear. Yay. Mm-hmm. They're, I, you know, MJF is great. I like Adam Cole. I hate the dynamic with those two. I'm tired it's of like the gimmick. I'm tired of the gimmick. A, it's a bad much, romance. How much do you think I would say that? How much do you think I would say that? I liked it better when they didn't like each other. Yeah. Well, number one, MJF heel is better than anything. And if MJF's going to be a babyface, then Adam should be the heel because he's a great heel also. And I know he's, I know he's kind of up a creek though with his, uh, his his injury and all that. Oh, jeez. Yeah. You know what? That makes a lot of sense, AJ. <laughs> I, I still think they missed, they missed an opportunity not calling the ass boys the sons of a gun. <laughs> it's, it's true. Uh, also, uh, Dwayne asking uh, Buddy Matthews and Rhea are engaged, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, yeah, I think that's last I knew. Yeah. Yes. Although we can't kill kayfabe. She's with Dom, remember? Right, right. Although she's awful flirty with a lot of other guys. Yeah. Orton. <laughs> Orton last night. <laughs> oh, Daddy's home, he says. Daddy's home. <laughs> I popped. I did All right. too. All right. All right. Back, to, so, back to full gear. Okay. So, I mean, I've said my piece about Cole and MJF. Uh, I don't know where they can go if both, if both of them are hurt. Because MJF announced he's got a torn labrum now. Yeah. He's, but he says he's going to defend his title at uh, World's End, so we'll see if that actually goes through. If he doesn't, who does he drop it to, Joe? He doesn't. You know they do interim championships. Uh, <laughs> Thanks, They guys. don't have that belt anymore, do they? <laughs> well, 
I'm sure they have replicas. <laughs> I was going to say, somebody took it with him, didn't he? Well, shit, if Moxley does it again, he's probably got the belt at home. Oh, that's true. That's true. Because, you know, Moxley always saves the day. That's dope, guys. It's dope. Yeah. Yeah. I know, I always talk about we can't quote Cornette that often, but Ryan's last impression of John Moxley is just delightful. Cracks me up. <laughs> All right, so on to the main show here, Menders. Uh, the first okay. match, Adam Copeland, Darby Allen, and Sting with Ric Flair in their corner against Christian Cage, Luchasaurus, and Nick Wayne. So glad they're giving the young guys a chance. Yes. Uh, Sorry. <laughs> Oh, it's fine. I'm just glad that Sting didn't get the pin in this match, like yeah. he usually does. It was this Cop- Copeland pin in uh, Luchasaurus. There, I almost, I had to stop myself. <laughs> but uh, sounds like they're gonna, they're kind of stepping on the gas with Edge and, or I'm sorry, Copeland and Christian going forward. It's fine. Uh, Everybody knows who it is. It's yeah. fine, and it's uh, still so rated th- R, so whatever. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. What did you think of the rechristening on Wednesday, Christian with the Luchasaurus and Nick Wayne? I love Christian right now. I think he's hilarious. I, oh, yeah. I love it. I love it. So, uh, what do you think of the new names? Uh, Kill Switch is Luchasaurus now. I was hoping they were just going to unmask him. To be honest right? with you, right? Right? Because I, I feel thought like that's where they were going. I, I felt like there was a Kill Switch. Hmm. AJ, AJ, correct me if I'm wrong. <laughs> I feel like we've seen a wrestler named Killswitch before Maybe. that might uh, actually be in yeah. AEW right now. But you know, I could be wrong. And then I, uh, I did, uh, I was tickled when it was revealed that Dar- Nick Wayne is now the prodigy Nick Wayne for personal reasons. I thought it was I'm funny. I'm sure you were. <laughs> I'm sure you were. Beard cutting bastard. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I had to see what. Ah, uh, that's true. I like AJ's comment. You need to put it yeah, up. Let me see. <laughs> I was supposed to say, it's great that television today is putting such a positive father figure like Christian Cage on TV. Such a positive role model for young men. Oh, oh. Uh, Swerve was kill shot, not kill switch. Oh, my bad. My bad. Also, uh, oh, AJ, uh, I just caught this. Talking about Rhea. Rhea's a dominatrix. She can have multiple boys simping for her. That's true. All right. That's true. And also, Dwayne said, Nick Wayne's mom is hot. <laughs> okay. She can't act her way out of a paper bag, you know. <laughs> back to full gear. Let's get full, back full on, we'll hey, get on track. The comments throw me off. The comments I throw know. me off. All right. So, after the six-man tag match, uh, Shivani's on the ramp with Bryce Rimsburg, calls out Bullet Club Gold. Uh, actually, he called out representatives of Bullet Club Gold, namely the guns, but then he said Jay White came out. And... Uh, Tony was tasked with informing the world that MJF was injured and not able to defend the title, so the match was off, and then Jay White was to be awarded the championship. And then Hopalong Cole comes out and uh, basically announces that Tony Khan, and I don't, this is, I mean, I know it's it's a work. I mean, I'm not an idiot, but mm-hmm. if the guy is not medically cleared to defend his own championships, why is he offering to defend somebody else's right so yeah so the match was changed it's going to be jay white against adam cole on one leg for the title (laughs) at the main event maybe which the more the longer that sentence goes the more ridiculous it sounds right (laughs) all All right right. next let's get back next up (laughs) 
<laughs> AEW International Championship, Orange Cassidy with Hook in his corner against John Moxley with Wheeler Yuta in his corner. Uh, I didn't see it. I would imagine it's about the same. I think Pockets hit Mox with like four, three or four orange punches. Oh, I'm sorry. Six. Six. According to the, the results, six orange punches oh. followed with his finish and he pin Mox. So, okay. Uh, Let's move it's on. Announced, it's announced <laughs> that Tony Khan made the match official for tonight's main event. Switchblade Jay White versus Adam Cole. Okay. That's a guess good booking right there. Booker of the year, yeah. right? Booker of the year. Uh, as the match, as the show goes, I guess they were making announcements about the Continental Classic, which we'll get it more into after we're done here. But uh, Mark Briscoe announced as the next participant, so I think it was he was like the fourth guy announced. Uh, AEW Women's World Championship match: Hikaru Shida versus Timeless Tony Storm with Luther the Butler. Uh, I'm okay. on record. Tony Storm is my favorite part of AEW right now. Yeah, I'm, I'm liking. She what she's is doing. a delight. Yes. It's a nice change of pace. It's, it's actually so a gimmick that, that I enjoy. Yeah. I like the gimmick. <laughs> uh, I loved on Dynamite when she did the acceptance. Like it was like the Oscars when she had accepted her her title. Uh-huh. Uh, but we got to talk about the finish of this match. Okay. Uh, okay. So when we were driving home, uh, AJ was giving us the uh, giving us a skinny. Play by play. Yep. Yeah. And he said that she stuffed a ladle in her pants and hit Sheeta with a hip attack. Turns out it was Luther's uh, round tray. It wasn't a ladle, but I know, I was so excited when I thought it was a ladle. I was I, know. So, I was so excited. I was like, uh, somebody's yeah. using my spoon gimmick. And apparently the thing was about to come out of her pants. Yeah. From what I heard. That's what I heard. Yeah. But I mean she's the new champ. I I don't hate it. I don't either. I'm okay with it. I'm glad they got off Sheeta, so Yeah, Sheeta I, I think was how was she to transition? She was transitional from Soraya to Tony. Tony. Wait, no, Which from they... Tony to Tony. Was it I'm Tony so confused. Tony? I'm I so confused. Too. All right. Uh, Renee Paquette backstage with Eddie Kingston. And Kingston announced he's putting both the strong openweight championship and the Ring of Honor world title up on the line in the Continental Classic. So Okay. That's two th- and uh, also, for those that don't know... Uh, there's a new belt coming, the Continental Championship, so Tony's making up his own version of the old All Japan Triple Crown, but with three less prestigious championships. So, how many belts do we have in AEW now that we have to keep track of? More than I can count. <laughs> okay, just After checking. we're done here, we might have to have to make a count. Are we count, like, between Ring of Honor and AEW? I won't count the new Japan belts, but... Well, let's All see, right. there's the heavyweight, the intercontinental, or the inner Now, whatever. hang on, hang on, wait. Wait till we get through the card, because okay. I'll lose my place. Okay. Oh, hang on, real quick. We got a we got a visitor. Hi, Barry. Hi, Barry. <laughs> you're joining us. You're joining us mid review of Full Gear. All right. Well, hey, let's get it. All right. So we just finished talking about Tony Storm stuffing the plate in her pants. So you know what? That would have been a great fight had the not plate slipped down her ass and was exposed uh-huh. for half finish. Storm is the new AEW Women's Champion, um, and I think she's going to do big things with it. Yeah, I I think so. Like I said, I love the character, and (laughs) yeah, uh, with no Thunder Rosa, no Britt Baker anytime soon, she's she's the perfect person to put it on. 
Uh, I agree. Yeah. All right. So let's talk about the World Tag Team Championship ladder match because who doesn't love a good ladder match, especially when Tony has one every other week. Uh, oh, all right. <laughs> Big Bill and Ricky Starks defending against FTR, La Facción Ingobernable, Drogistico and Roosh, and the Kings of the Black Throne, Brody King and Malachi Black. There's two teams in this that I really like, and then there's okay. two teams I could I could take your leave just because they're well, Big Bill and Starks. It works in theory, but it's they were thrown together. You know, I I have my opinions about throwing together tag team champions. And Drogistico and Roosh, it's you know they're brothers, so it makes sense that they're a team. But uh, I haven't seen enough of them. As, Does anybody as care about them? though, is the question. Uh, I'll tell you, after Roosh's match with Jay White Wednesday, I got more invest. I got more invested in him. Okay. Yeah, same here, same here. I uh, definitely want to see what Roosh has to offer, uh, and he's in this tournament, so he'll get a chance to show us some things. I, mm-hmm. I assume. Yeah, I would imagine. Yeah, uh, but no, FTR, of course, you know, best tag team in the company, hands down. And I really like Malachi and Brody as a tag team. They've been teaming up since before they were in AEW, so. I mean, they've got the chemistry and everything. Yeah. Uh, as you can imagine, spot fest from. Of course. <laughs> what, what else Matt? is it going to be? Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, too much Gaga to talk about. Sarks <clears throat> and Sarks and Big Bill retain. So. Brody King tried to t- kill somebody. Yeah, I, yeah. I will say this. Uh, when the, when one. Uh, when one attempts a, a ladder spot and the ladder doesn't break, uh, why do we need to try to do it again? Yeah, don't. <laughs> if it break the first time, I need you to just roll off and continue with the match. Let's not try to do it again because that's how people get hurt. Well, sometimes the if at first you don't succeed axiom is not a good motto to have. No, not at all. At first, you didn't succeed to break his neck. Don't. Yeah. <laughs> uh, not when it's involving spine hitting the ladder. Uh, that that uh, is no. <laughs> of the Roosh family brothers, two of them were in a random ass ladder match. One of them had a feature match at Survivor Series. Who's the smart sibling? It's true. <laughs> uh, right, for those exactly. who don't know, Dragon Lee is Roosh's Dragon brother. So. Yep. Hey, get out of. <laughs> <laughs> she had her head in the tree. The cat, she had chased cat away from the tree. Oh, that's great. That's an ongoing issue in this house at Christmas time. She always wants well. to try to get in the tree. All right, moving on. TBS Championship match: Chris Statlander defending against Julia Hart and Sky Blue. This shocked me. I was surprised. It, it by did. This. Hey, I've I said I think Barry, you've agreed with me. Uh, Julia Hart is probably the most improved wrestler in the entire company at this point. Absolutely, absolutely. And she's 22 years old. Yeah. She's she's but a pup in the business, as they say. That's it. But uh, That pup's got uh, big paws. Once she figure out what to do with them big paws, she's going to be mm-hmm. going to be right. Yeah. Beautiful moonsault that she does. Yes. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, Julia got the uh, got the win. Uh what the hell is that? Oh, that's Statlander. I'm reading this to myself also. Uh, basically, Statlander hit her finish on Sky Blue, but then Julia knocked her out of the ring and got stole the pin. Beautifully done heel work, if you ask me. Yeah, one, yeah, one of my favorite finishes. Yes. Yeah, except for who her helper is. I'm fine with it. Well, we all can't be as lucky, now, can't we, Mender? I know. 
I know. <laughs> Julia Hurts? Blue Sky? That wasn't her helper. She pinned her. <laughs> Mandy, right. Mandy seems to think that uh, Julia and uh, Blue Sky are uh, in cahoots. If you uh, it's very possible. <clears throat> so apparently, I, I missed this in the results. Apparently, when Sky Blue came out for her entrance, she took her cap off, stomped on it, and put on a crown for some reason. I'm not sure why. Hmm. She thinks she's Jerry Lawler now. I, I, can I we just so. move on? Yeah. Let's move on. Next, let's move on. All right. We got one more piece of business before the business really picks up here. Okay. All right. Uh, Tony Schiavone comes in the ring to announce the big contract signing for AEW, and it is none other than Will Ospreay. Which was one of the rumors. He was rumored. Uh, there were a lot of there was a lot of talk. It was going to be Mercedes Monet. It was, could have been Ronda Rousey. But they wound up going with uh, Osprey, with the caveat that he's still going to finish up with New Japan before he joins the roster full time. Can we post AJ's on there? Because if that happens, I will so pop. <laughs> okay, he says, "Hey, Florida Tony, if you're listening, <laughs> license the theme song for AHS to use for Julia Hart and tell her to go out in the woods and film some creepy Coven vibes shit." AHS, I'm assuming, is American Horror Story. Yes. Yes. Okay. <clears throat> Thank you. I don't. I never seen the show, so I don't know. Oh. Okay. It's not really my jam, but that's all Got right. Got it. I understand. All right. So anyway, uh, thoughts on Will Ospreay being the big signee for AEW? I already thought he was in AEW, so okay, whatever. Well, he was. He was, but he wasn't under contract. This is kind of a kind of a half-assed contract signing, as good as it is, because Ospreay's damn good, and he's a great guy. He's, he's damn good. He's damn good. He's top five in the world. But if you're going to announce a, a big contract signee, it's you would think it's going to be somebody that they haven't seen before. Is my issue? No, Tony. No, Tony dropped that announcement like that so he get eyes on his pay per view. And yeah, it may have got another 150 The old bait and switch by Napoleon yeah. Tony Part. Yeah, and it may oh, right. Oh, and, oh, you Bobby, know, you it, see this? <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, me or Tony? Tony, <laughs> like I said, right, like I told y'all this lab, right, this past weekend, this right, right, what's going on now is is his Waterloo. So that right there was very fitting. Yeah. <laughs> if I had the rights to the song by ABBA, I would play it, but I, I can't afford it. So right, no, we, we're not going to tune, though. Yeah, like we're from ABBA. We're not going broke for Tony Khan. So yeah, no, no, not happening. No. Although if he. Bought the rights to that song himself and made that his entrance. I would, I would pop. <laughs> so would I. <laughs> hey, Barry, did you hear the uh, announcement uh, when Menders was talking about the potential suitors for WWE for Monday Night Raw? Yeah. So, like, what's going on? Like, Time Warner is. Are are, are they really interested in, in in WWE? Like, so if so if if the, number if one. Number one that's most interested is Warner Brothers Discovery looking at placing the show on TBS or TNT. Exactly. Black, so like Black Saturday two. Yeah, that's exactly what's going on. That's exactly what's going on. Uh, if if that deal goes through, um, I'm not saying Tony couldn't find another uh, major cable station to be a part of, but yeah. You he may have ahead. a nervous breakdown if that happens. And yeah. I'm not wishing ill on anybody, but he may finally snap. Exactly. Thinking we'll Kylo see if money Ren. can get him out of this one. We'll see if <laughs> well, his money can get him out of this one. 
yeah. That's his problem right there, right? He's been a rich kid given everything. So yep. never had a real legit problem in his life. And now you're running into grown man problems and you don't know what to do. Yeah. So, Not to mention yeah. all the soccer fans in Europe who are pissed at the ticket prices on his, for his team too, apparently. So, <laughs> but I don't care enough about soccer to really have an opinion on that. So exactly. <laughs> it's, 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 Go ahead. Unfortunately, this means we will never get Osprey versus AJ, which is true. Well, I would love to see it. Because AJ, from what I understand, is planning to retire after this deal is up with WWE. I, I think it's time. Let him let him go out yeah. on his own. On He's his own. Going out on his terms. He made yep. his money. Made his name, you know. Yep. Anyway, so I've I brought that up just to give us a little bit of a buffer before we talk about the next match here, uh, guys. The match that I couldn't stand. The Texas death match. Ugh. With the over-exaggerated finger quotes, because for fuck's sake, this was not a Texas death match. Was not. Hey, man, Adam, hey man, Adam Page versus Swerve Strickland in a very good last man standing match. With in some ridiculous high spots. man's last man standing match. Right. We, right, we, had, the, we had the Butcher Hepatitis Classic. Exactly. <laughs> You know, maybe, hey, maybe that's why Warner Brothers is looking at WWE now. You know, I hadn't thought about it. Very possible. That uh, just hit gotta, me, actually. <laughs> I wonder how many of these spots were suggested by a certain uh, plumber that were that we know and love. Yeah. You guys should both bleed. <laughs> you Drink his blood. Chair. Drink his nope. blood. It'll be Drink fine. His blood. Nope. It's healthy. It's organic. No, Moxley, it's not organic. So basically, starts off, Page hits his finish at the very beginning of the match, and then taped Swerve's wrist to the rope together and started stapling Swerve with a staple gun. Because why not? his kid's drawings, <laughs> wasn't it? It was like his kid's drawings or something? No, that was what Swerve did to the hangman later on, I, I believe. No, was no. Just, he was no. just stapling him with staples. He hangman, wasn't stapling no, anything no, to him. Hangman pulled a drawing that his son had created. Oh, out did he? Of, stapled it to... Swerve's forehead. His son's his son's not even a fucking year old. How can he draw a picture? But let's not even get into that situation. Yeah, that's there's so many holes in this whole storyline. This is the Swiss cheese angle, I call it. Yeah. Uh, So basically, then Paige, of course, headshot with a steel chair because why not? (laughs) Because Uh, of course. Yep. Paige gets the barbed wire steel chair, the Moxley three (laughs) thousand. Uh, Nana cut the swerve free of the tape like any good manager would do. And I'm a fan of Prince Nana. I love Nana. Well, yeah. Going way back. Uh, Especially if he's Nana. dancing. That's the best yes. part. <laughs> uh, then swerve staples page, send him into the barbed wire chair. Uh, the stupid, they, they brought back the cinder block that was fake looking when they did it to Keith Lee and doing spots on it. I don't think Tony's ever felt a cinder block because he would know that doing a pile driver on it was not going to break the cinder block into powder. Right. Well, Tony hasn't felt a lot of things, but we won't get into that. Very, very, very true. Very true. Of course, the fans think it's awesome because they're lemmings and everything. <laughs> uh, let's see. I'm just going to run through some of the, the high, the well, high spots, finger quotes. Swerve does a pile driver on top of the guardrail. Okay. Uh, Paige playing a sort of follow slam. Another follow slam. Paige wrapped barbed wire around Swerve's head. Then trapped Swerve's arm against his body with the barbed wire. 
Didn't they hit another follow me slam. For doing that? <laughs> Didn't somebody get in trouble for wrapping barbed wire around somebody's head? Around Easter? Uh, I think, was that Raven and the Sandman? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Back in the day. Uh, Paige moonsaults off the post of Amazon Swerve with the barbed wire wrapped steel chair. Stupid. Stupid. Okay. So Do in it. this result thing I'm reading, there's also some quotes from commentary. Nigel summed it up succinctly. This is hard to watch, he says. Well, and then you wonder <laughs> at what way he meant that. But, right. you know, yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, Swerve hits a tombstone onto the barbed wire steel chair on Paige. Okay, now he's chilling again. Nigel says, this goes beyond pro wrestling. This is evolutionary. It's, <laughs> no, it's it's de-evolutionary. No. It's de-evolutionary. <laughs> all like a bunch of, all the evolutionists, back. all the people that we've been evolution, this is where things devolve more than anything. Yeah. 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 Let's we kinda, see. Swerve. Right. We kinda Swerve go back to the Swerve powered my page onto the barbed wire chair. Uh, Swerve grabbed a black bag from beneath the ring, spilled the bag on the page's back. It was full of broken glass. I wonder if it was real glass. Cry me a river. Am I right? <laughs> right. I bet you uh, it's glass, but okay. Swerve hits a 450 onto page covered in glass, so Swerve basically jumped into glass. Uh, the plywood wrapped in barbed wire between two chairs. Moxley 5000. Page bites Swerve. Because, <laughs> again, why not? Yeah. Uh, Page with, I believe, the fifth. Early, like, in, within I, the five minutes, yeah. I think this is the... Page hit a fifth following slam, if my count is right. <laughs> then hit his finish on the barbed wire. Uh, let's see. Page put the barbed wire on Swerve's head, hit him with a lariat. Brian Cage interferes. Because, okay. Get the guy paid <laughs> Why? Yeah. Alright. Yeah, that was pointless. Uh, yeah, he just came in to feed, and then he took a, I think he took a spot through the through the table. Uh, no, Nana went through the table with a dead eye. With a and dead then eye. Shattered yeah. the cinder block on Paige, which if that was a real cinder block would have killed him. But mm-hmm. since the cinder block can't actually shatter on a human anatomy, you know, phony. Uh, then Swerve wrapped the chain around Paige's throat and hung him on the ring post, and that's where we got. Well, then they. Now, I need to see. Did the referee count to 10 while he was hanging? Because, I have no idea. Because that's wrong. I should have waited till he went to the ground. But anyway. <laughs> so, so Swerve got the win. The right guy won, if you ask yeah. me. Yes. Definitely. Technically, Definitely. the babyface should have won the blow-off. But, you know, Swerve is way better. <laughs> I was going to say, uh, it's Paige. Why? 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 No. I kind, I kind of glossed over the blood drinking because it's gross. Right <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's gross. It's stupid. It makes no sense. Uh, un- unclean. Like, there's so many adjectives for that. See, uh, AJ's got the right idea. I like AJ's comment. Now, hang on. I'm taking umbrage to something real quick. Uh, Dwayne says, "Nah, I can't dance." Bullshit. <laughs> that man is a modern Barishnikov. Right. One of my moments. Right, Nana as our truth is they are national treasures, and Dwayne, I will have no bad talk with Nana on this show. <laughs> uh, yeah, AJ says, "I'm sorry, but if a man broke into my home and threatened my child, he didn't threaten the child. He just threw a shirt at him. Drinking his yeah. blood would never cross my mind. I'd just shoot the guy." Well, <laughs> I mean, where's the fun in, in that? Uh, well, let's we see. had. Well, that's another discussion we had. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have another time. Up. 
AJ suggesting uh, Lucha Underground uh, content if you want to watch a hardcore style deathmatch involving Swerve that wasn't completely fucking gross. I recommend Killshot Swerve versus Dante Fox, who is AR Fox. Hell of War match. Or Killshot versus Marty the Moth, Weapons of Mass Destruction. Right. Both are really good So you have, you have your homework, everyone. Yeah, especially right. you, Reb. Yeah, I know. I need to catch up on my Lucha Underground. You do, because we talk about it way too much for you not to be caught up with it. Yes. So the good news is we don't have to talk anymore about the Texas Deathmatch. Good. Now we get to talk about the Golden Jets versus the Young Bucks. Oh, that doesn't make it any better. I do like the Golden Jets name, because, you know, Winnipeg. But, uh, of course, this is if Jericho and Omega win, they get the Bucks tag team title shot. If the Bucks win, then Jericho and Omega have to break up their tag team. It's kind of a... Either way, you win some, you lose some. Right. Exactly. Well. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to get too far into this. It seems like it was pretty much a straight-up tag match, but with a bunch of... <clears throat> and It was 35 minutes of blah. Yeah. Uh, basically, Jericho and Omega win. Bucks throw a hissy fit. Apparently, they're Bro, taking some time away from... Like he's right, right, right. Like they're six years old, and Daddy didn't get him a shiny red wagon for their birthday. Kiss my That's ass. Nice. <laughs> uh, so the Bucks, I guess, are taking time away from AEW. They've yes. just they've they've stopped being the elite. I guess that's done. But unfortunately, now I, I was cruising YouTube earlier. Apparently, now there's being the Dark Order. The Dark Order has taken over being the elite. No, no. <sighs> Deep breath, Barry. God. Deep breath. All right. Scoff, Let's talk. Scoff, Barry. Scoff. <laughs> Pisha. <laughs> Takasha. Rain, sleet, or snow, day or night, good or bad, Jericho is going to get his pay-per-view payday regardless. You yeah. damn right he is. Yeah. Hey, uh, Dwayne used to watch Lucha Underground. That's something you guys can chat about, AJ. All right, so we are to our main event. Moving on. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, Mindy, so I love you. I know. So we got Adam Cole as the proxy champion for MJF defending against Jay White. But, of course, Cole can't walk. He's looks like a hobo. He looks then, like me. A little bit. You move around better than Cole does. So, you replace one injured motherfucker with another injured motherfucker. Okay. Yeah. If MJF is right, he would say, hey, Joe, do this for me. You'll get a title shot. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, before the bell, uh, what a shock. MJF drives the ambulance into the back of the arena and then <laughs> hobbled his way to the ring. Well, he could open the door at first. It took him a while to get the door open. <laughs> oh, Max. Oh, Max. <laughs> so then, as I understand it, it was a pretty good match, Max and, and Jay. Uh, the guns I get uh, caught and get ejected. Yeah. I expected I mean, it to I, be a good match. I know, Barry, I know your take on Jay White. <laughs> I like Jay White. So I was I was hoping for a good match out of these two. If Jay I'm White like, doesn't what? talk, I think Barry would like Jay White. Well. But if... But when he speaks, that's when Jay, that's yeah. when Guess what? Out. We're way past that, so. <laughs> <laughs> so it's almost like me and pockets. I mean, that's all there is yeah. to it. So Jay White pretty much controlled the match from the sounds of it. 
uh, we need to talk about the table spot on the floor. Why? MJF <laughs> tries to put Jay White on the table. And apparently it was made from the same cardboard that that office in the back was, was made of a couple weeks ago when they threw bones through the window. Because... Well, no, I liked my... I liked I liked my... Uh, I think it came from wherever that... You know, you weren't there, Reb. You missed it. But Bari, it was made by the same people that made the table that Marvin and Kyle Piper oh, had their marathon Marvin. match. <laughs> that hard-hitting tables match from that Zero hard One USA. That seven-second table match. <laughs> Or the one Cody Rhodes had with uh, Big Show at WrestleMania. There you go. No, not Extreme. WrestleMania, like the week after. but Extreme rules. Basically, yeah. <laughs> Show just, just stumbles off the apron, steps through the table, and loses. <laughs> well. Which, you know, Vince was pissed about that one. But anyway. Uh, <laughs> AJ just said, Barry's giddy because he knows this is the last time he'll have to sit through a pay-per-view to get to Jay White's. <laughs> so long story short uh mjf buckled down hit the uh hit the, the punch with the ring and pin jay retained his championship and that is all we got from uh full gear as a show of course we got so wait the media no scrum. this is my question before you get into the media scrum this is my question i have right here why has it been every time that MJF has defended his championship, he's fucking hurt. Like, like, are we going to do this angle every time? Every time we're going to do this angle? Like, you're hurt every time? Like, it's been every every time. Yeah. He's been hurt. Something has been hurt. AEW is the freaking walking wounded at this point. Everybody's hurt in some some form or fashion. Exactly. Danielson's got a broken orbital, right? Yeah. Oh, uh oh, AJ caught a Facebook violation for his comment about <laughs> Paige and uh, Swerve. Well, yeah, I was wondering about that. <laughs> uh oh. You can't go around shooting people, AJ. You're right. No. That's, you got you to gotta be judicious, follow the law, all that kind of business, you know. <laughs> I'm, trying to, I'm trying to toe the, the bit that I'm not going to kick it off. <laughs> Showing I kicked off Facebook. Yeah. Uh, yeah, not 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 good, not good business to do that. But uh, anyway, uh, Minders, you usually watch the media scrums. Did you watch this one? I didn't. <laughs> I did. So Legit, apparently, MJF. I didn't care enough. I didn't care okay. enough. Because apparently, MJF was crying while eating pickles. Crying while eating pickles. And you're the world champion. What? What? What are we doing here? People. Can we please? Yeah. I mean, please really? get to 2024 for the bidding war, please. please. Well, sounds like he's already resigned. <laughs> Did he? Oh, All great. the rumors I'm hearing is he signed a deal through 2027. But anyway, that's I don't know. That's not official. I don't know. Okay. But then, of course, at some point, Tony goes on a 10 minute long filibuster about the Continental Classic and all the details on that. That nobody asked him. Nobody asked no. him. No, he just nobody started talking. He just that's started what he does. Oh, those it's pickles didn't good. taste bad. Those were good pickles. Those are those are kosher pickles, Dwayne. Those are oh yeah, and they're delicious. I love a kosher pickle. I also love a pickle in general. Uh, dill yeah. pickle mainly. Yeah, same here. Not same familiar. Here. I'm not familiar with the gherkins as far as taste. It's not a fan of sweet pickles though. It's right, sweet. not right. Yeah, I'm about to say a gherkin is more of a sweet pickle. 
Anyway, yeah, can we get back to wrestling? How do we? All right, enough pickle talk. Enough pickle talk. We'll do that later. I have to see if we have pickles later. No more pickles. Focus. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, All right, so because we're not even through AEW, and we're an hour into the show already. Okay, so let's see here. Well, we talked about Dynamite last Wednesday. I was I was stunned because I actually enjoyed Dynamite last Wednesday. Like I across the board, there was a couple of things that bothered me here and there. The tournament matches were good. They had three. The tournament, tournament matches were great. They were great. Mm-hmm. Lethal and Swerve. White and Roosh, Moxley and Mark Briscoe, all of them were solid. Even the Moxley match. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I I popped hard for Tony accepting her championship like it was an Oscar. It's <laughs> <laughs> just, just good stuff. Uh, I was glad they. I was glad Adam Cole finally told Roderick Strong to fuck off. To fuck <laughs> off, exactly. <laughs> Adam, Adam, shut up. I'd have been slapped. I'd have been a slap in the mouth. Although Which Roddy just about needed that neck brace for real, by the way, after that freaking Action and Ready match on Rampage. Him and Action and Ready, and you know what? I actually watched um, that, uh, what was that? Rampage? It was on Rampage. Yeah, I, I watched, watched it too. this morning, and I was actually going to get ready to send you guys that clip of when it happens. I was like, damn, look at this. <laughs> and, and, <laughs> and Taven with his giraffe. It's just a shit show. Not like yeah, all those and, guys. But yeah, the and use the, is criminal. And the wiener kick at what are we doing here again? Yeah, right, Tony. the ding ding, as they say. Yeah. Okay. Let's it's my purse. I don't know you. Yeah, look <laughs> at him. Oh, Rebel has to get there's a, to do that for you sometime. There's a <laughs> tear in my beer. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. I don't know you. <laughs> All right. Uh, what other AEW business do you have to discuss, Menders? Because I'm None. forgetting. I'm done. I'm done with AEW right now. Should we move on to Survivor Series? Can we please? Why don't we? It was it was a good show. It was a good show. It had one match for every hour that Full Gear went. <laughs> right. <laughs> and for the record, I listened to Cornette reviewing like the card. I don't agree with Cornette's take on the women's war games match. He, I think he's going a little harsh, you know. But he has points. He does have he has points, but I, I don't. I, I don't I mean, agree with him, but I, I he has points. He has opinions, believe it or not. Jim Cornette is an opinionated what? fellow. What? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't, he can't be. <laughs> but I. Uh, okay, so the funnier part about summer about SummerSlam, good lord, Survivor Series <laughs> was um. So I watched it last night before Raw. Uh huh. And I had it on TV and mom was we're getting we're getting my foot situated and all that. And mom goes, Well, I'm really glad those girls are gonna catch her when she jumps off of that. Mind you, my mom is not a wrestling fan whatsoever. So the fact that she like that she even points out how dumb some of the stuff they do is cracks me up all the time. It makes I, me laugh. So my first question about War Games was the women's War Games match when I think it was EO brought in all the Kindle sticks, either her or Kyrie, I forget which one it was. It was one of and them. And they were they were black Kindle sticks with purple handles. I wonder if she grabbed the Judgment Day's Kindle sticks. 
Because well, maybe. The problem, because Judgment oh. Day did a Kendo six spot in their match, and they had the regular ones. So uh-huh. I wonder if EO Big League them was like, I'm out first. I'm kicking the cool ones. <laughs> <laughs> but see, that's the problem. That's okay. I'm not even so much against the whole women's versus men's or whatever. Fine, whatever. I'm against having the same match on the same show. At least they didn't go back to back. Yeah. They open with one. It's like how they do with the Rumble. They open with one, they close with one. I know. I know. But just devil's still... advocating here. I know. I understand. It's or the it's or the, or the uh, chamber when they do manage do the elimination chamber and it's a women's chamber. Yeah. They run one and then yeah. they do the, and then they do the other. Yeah. Yeah. Anytime they do a, a pay per view based on the gimmick match, they they sandwich them with the yeah. Hell themselves another just... one. Okay, so that aside, what did you think of the women's war games match, Menders? And actually, you know what? I'm going to get the results for that one, too, so I can... Well, the good guys won in that one. Charlotte and Becky and those guys won. Um, I... I don't know. I, it is what it is. In it is. Opinion. It really is. Because there's... Right now, the women's division in WWE, apart from Rhea... Zoe, mm, that's about all I really care about in the women's division right now. Raw has the superior women's division on the oh, main yes. roster, definitely. Oh, yes. uh, but I, I don't know. I just, I, uh, I'm frustrated with it because I think there's a lot they could be doing with people oh, that yeah. they're not doing it with. Like, well, look at what they're doing I, with NXT's women division. Exactly. So why can't we do that on the main show? Because if you think about it, what they did in NXT is what made the women's division what it is. I know there was a, you know, you had back when, I mean, look at who the top people are right now. You've got Charlotte Flair. You got Becky. Mm -hmm. You've got Bailey. You've got Rhea. Rhea. All these people came up through NXT. Okay, Bianca. She's Um, still up there. I know, but... Uh, Jane Cargill is going to break the trend, though, when she uh, makes her debut. Well, I'm just saying, you know, it was the NXT that built these characters. It was NXT that built them. So it's just kind of like, come on. But then it's like Uh, people like Piper. Look, mm -hmm. what's she doing? She's stuck with Chelsea Green. No, I I, like Chelsea's character. I'm annoyed with Chelsea's character. when when the team splits up, it's going to be on because Piper's going to whip on some whoops mass. I, I hope. I hope. <laughs> uh, AJ has a good point here. He, I feel like the women's war games always has a lot more weapons and crazy spots and the men's war games has a storyline. Yeah. He's not wrong. And may, maybe, and that could be, that could be why I don't, I didn't particularly care for the women's match. No. I'm not a spot fest match watcher. So Maybe it should have been more deathmatchy. Then you'd like it more. No, I'd like it less. It, it was different in the fact that the face team had the advantage going in. Yeah, that was weird to me. I, I could, I was, I didn't think they would do that when they. Of course, they made it a fan vote, so I mean, fans are going to vote for the baby faces all the time. But but then I understand. <laughs> I, I understand why they did it because Dakota Kai was getting involved. So I mean, I get it. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. Well, true. Yeah. True. So, Dwayne wants to see Piper team up with Nia. I want to see Nia go me. away. I, Nia needs too. to go away. 
Sorry, Dwayne. I cannot stand her. Sorry, Dwayne. Her promos irritate me. Her work is shitty. Uh, I'm sure she's very nice out of the ring. (laughs) But I'm just not, I'm not a Nia Jax fan. I'm sorry. Uh, All right, move on. Let's go to the next match. I feel like I've crushed Dwayne's soul with that one. I'm sorry, but he's all right. All right, so yeah. Next match was my favorite of the night. Next match was the match of the night for me. Gunther and the Uh Miz, Intercontinental Championship. Uh, I love when Miz gets serious because then you forget that he can be a goofy bastard, which right, which I'm okay with usually because you know I like the Miz, I like his TV show. But uh, uh, he took a hell of a beating from <laughs> from Gunther. He beat and, the piss uh, out of him. <laughs> yeah. But again, like I said when we talked about this match, though, I even said I said if there's anybody right now on the roster for someone for Gunther to go against right now, and you still can kind of take seriously. Miz is it. Yeah. He really is. I mean, but now we've got Randy back. We've got, you know, now we've got other people back. There, so it's there like, are okay. options out there. Yeah, uh, now there's options. But for right now, for what was going on in everything right now, Miz was the best choice. Yeah. Uh, I had originally thought that Gunther was going to drop the belt soon and then win the Rumble and get into a world title program. After what happened over the weekend, I don't think that's the case. I think he's going to hold the belt for another year. (laughs) (laughs) It's very well possible. Uh, But we'll talk about that here in in a few minutes. Uh, Yeah, uh, Gunther made Miz look really good. Uh, There were some hope spots where people thought that Miz was actually going to pull it off. Uh, And you know what? It wouldn't have, and it wouldn't have, I don't think it would have killed anybody if he would have. Gunther is Teflon right now. No, he is he not is. hurt by a loss in any form, even though, but they want to keep that undefeated streak going. I guess he hasn't lost a match in like two years <laughs> since uh, Ilya beat him for the NXT, the UK title. Oh, wow. Uh, No. Um, Right before he came to the main roster, he lost to Braun. Yeah. Oh, he did. Yeah, it was a title match. That's right. Oh, I think Cole might have been saying since he came to the main roster, he hadn't been pinned. Ah, gotcha. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. No, that's true. I gotcha. Yeah. All right. Let's move on here. Uh, another match I really enjoyed was uh, Santos Escobar and Dragon Lee. Just a good old fashioned lucha match, you know. I forgot about that match, so you just mentioned it. Um, and and I and I don't think it's anything about the match itself. I just no. think it was a couple guys that. Plus, it's where it was placed. It yeah. Was between the Intercontinental Title match and the Women's Championship match, so. It was a buffer. It yeah. was. But Santos, I've I've always been high on Santos. I like Dragon Lee since he was in Japan. Uh, Escobar getting the clean win, I like. Uh, I like the rumor that I'm hearing that Santos is going to get Los Lotharios to be his uh, his buddies going forward. I've that's seen that. Do. I've seen that. Yeah, no, that's a yeah. that's a Humberto and a Angel oh, Angel okay. Garza. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Or hell. Gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. Uh, and then my other favorite match of the night, or one of my other favorite matches of the night. Oh, uh, yes. The Women's World Championship match, Rhea Ripley versus Zoe Stark. Rhea looked nuts. Rhea did look nuts, but I love the mohawk. That was so cool. Yeah. I'm telling you, Rhea Ripley is this generation's Jerry Martel. Yes. Mm-hmm. And the more the more she comes out. that is out not looking, a bad thing. And when she looks like she looked at Survivor Series, oh, you can see it. It's great. Mm-hmm. 
a really good match. Uh, I like Zoe Stark. I like her style, and she uh, she hung with Rhea very nicely, I think. But, uh, and I didn't not... really feel like there was any part where they were like it was a, mis- a big total mismatch, even though Rhea's a lot taller than Zoe. No, Zoe's she's strong. Just... Holy crap, she's, she's strong. She's strong, and she's a really good striker. Yeah, she is. But uh, but no no surprise here that Rhea got the win. No. I don't think Rhea's going to drop that till maybe. <sighs> What, maybe never. Maybe uh, never. That's true. <laughs> I think SummerSlam at the earliest. To be honest with you. You think SummerSlam? I think she's going to hang on to it because who's going to beat her? Exactly. Well, I hate to say it, but are they trying to build Nia up to beat her? I think they're going to build up Nia to for Rhea to beat her to really okay. establish Rhea. Okay. Kind of like how yeah. they did it with Bianca and Piper when Bianca gave Piper that KOD. Yeah. I hope you're right, Rob. I hope you're I right. I hope I'm right, too. I <laughs> hope I'm right, too. All right. Now, notice how it took us an hour to get through full gear with all the matches. And we've we're taken, like, now, 10 minutes. <laughs> we're to the main event now from Survivor Series. <laughs> so, I liked the, uh, the, tr- the, the story going through the whole night that Randy wasn't there yet. Kind of, I mean... Obviously, he was going to be there, but well, it makes it's me chuckle because it's what four hours. It's only a four-hour drive, an hour flight if you want to fly. Sure, he's only in and St. he showed Louis. up in his gear. Yeah, <laughs> but you know, it's just I was excited to see Randy back. I've been a huge Randy Orton fan, even Let's when he talk was about Randy. Randy was jacked. Oh my god! Yeah, he's been yeah. In the, he's been in, he looked, in the gym, shredding. He looked like he looked like a Randy Orton action figure. Yeah, exactly. Well, and in the words, said, go ahead. In the words of Jesse Ventura, he's been eating oatmeal and sardines for six weeks. <laughs> Tuna fish and water for Mr. T at WrestleMania one. <laughs> yeah, you are. Um, but uh, he did look awesome. I, I and you know, this is where. We, we kind of talk about Punk, too, that I was glad that Punk um, waited until the show was, until that match was over. That and was, didn't spoil, and didn't spoil Randy's return. No, that was, that was a Triple H 101, how they did the end with the, yeah. uh, the little copyright graphic and then the music hit. But uh, Priest is the one that took the pin in the War Games match. I feel like that's just feeding more and more into the idea that Priest is going to get kicked out of the group. And so is Drew going to take over, you think? I don't know. I, I, would, I wouldn't hate it. I wouldn't hate it either. I would hate it as third, but I think that the Drew being in the War Games with the Judgment Day was a one-off. I, really I, like, the idea of, I like the idea better of Drew being just like a lone wolf kind of guy. Mm-hmm. And his performance on Monday was just magnificent. So good. Between so the stuff good. in the ring and the backstage with Sammy, he was just fantastic. Mm-hmm. And I dig the look, the leather, the kilt and the leather jacket, even though his kilt fell off in the <laughs> ring. So he was just wearing his boxers. Yeah, he was in there in booty shorts. You know, if he was a true, if I, I know he's a legit Scotsman, but don't most Scotsmen go commando under their kilts? Ah, what does a Scotsman wear under his kilt? His shoes. 
So if if yes. I wonder, I like that he had the forethought. Hey, this thing might fall off on television, so maybe I'll put him on, put on the uh, boxer briefs for one night. There you yeah, go. God. Yeah, we don't need to see us twigging berries. That's for sure. No, yeah, thank please. You. Let's not. That would have made for quite the wardrobe malfunction. <laughs> oh my. I don't think I he will... could have stuffed a plate underneath his uh, his gear in that uh, performance. I, I I do kind of. I'm starting to feel sorry for JD though. He's definitely Why? becoming the lackey. He's becoming the lackey for the judge. He's been. Day. He started out as the lackey. I but know, hey, I'll tell you but... what. He took that RKO off the cage like a champ, didn't he? It was a hell that, of a spot. That one. See, I do like occasional spots. They don't bother yeah. me at all. How do you think Matt Riddle feels right now, knowing he would have been involved in this match if he hadn't got fired? Well, uh, also, and I wonder if Randy saw how JD took that RKO on Saturday and decided, "Hey, you're going to take one every week now," because <laughs> right? last night he took another one and just a regular RKO. I think I think he took one, and he took the DDT. Oh, okay. yeah, okay, okay. yeah, he took one well, in the beginning. Like yeah, DDT at the end. When Orton finds somebody that can take an RKO well, he wants to give it to him all the time. Yeah. yeah. Like the same brothers. It's going to work. Oh, oh, that table spot. <laughs> <laughs> that, the first time when he misjudged how light they were <laughs> on their head. Yeah. Oh, <sighs> those poor Sting brothers. Hey, I saw them in GCW not too long ago in a tag title match. Really? Yeah, no, they're still going strong. Yeah, yeah. the Bollywood boys. All right. Yeah, so I should didn't, we I didn't just... have a whole lot to say about Judgment Day. I mean, they they act like they always win at pay per views, and we all know they don't. So, or premium live events. So, I don't get what the big deal is that they lost. Because I mean, I see where they're going with the whole storyline of kicking out Priest. Yeah, Although, I, think this... I will say the re- the way that Priest was wanting to cash in was kind of brilliant. Yeah, it was. That was brilliant. So good. Uh, I. I like the idea that Priest was the guy they put in charge of the team, and he's the one that got got beat. Mm-hmm. So, kind of fell on his sword. It was his Waterloo moment. There yeah, you go. I got now. I got to redo my Napoleon picture with Priest's head on him. But no, exactly. no, 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 no. And no, and yeah, uh, and, and and he was upset about it, and he was feeling some kind of way about it, and he addressed it on uh, last night. And, yeah, he did. And he did. Was, Everybody else is like, you know what? We're not worried about that. Whatever. We 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 win some, we lose some, but we're not worried about that. That's lip. I think that's lip service, though. I do too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. This one was. Although uh, Matt Seidel, out of the shooting star press, is right up there. That is. That was good too. (laughs) All right. So we've we've put it off. Should we talk about the elephant in the room? Sure. Went down at the end of Survivor Series. Yeah. so, I was both surprised and not surprised to hear that Punk came back. I mean, I think I was more in shock as as, as opposed to surprised. Like, like I was surprised. It, it was a cold what? day in hell, is what I'm saying. <laughs> I was surprised because I had convinced myself and my little wrestling brain that oh, that's not ever gonna happen. Right. See him has made enough money. He's going to sit at home with his pretty wife and his crazy looking dog and live out Larry. the rest of Yeah. That's and Larry. And legit what I thought. Like, we're, that's not ever going to happen. And when AJ uh, had the fit that he had Saturday night, I said, oh, we're doing yeah. this. 
<laughs> we're doing this, I guess. When he came stumbling out of the house singing at the top of his lungs. Yeah, that's why it's so damn cold because hell has officially frozen over. Froze over. over. <laughs> it's a chilly day in Hades, as they say. But I will say, when you have grown men conducting grown man business, this is what happens. And you've got a booker who's not a spineless jellyfish. Quit. Exactly. Exactly. See, you, know, that's, the, that's you wouldn't see Triple H dressed like this. <laughs> no. Wait. No, we haven't. I was trying to no, think maybe. if we have or not. He no. might have wore a cowboy hat, but he wouldn't have looked like that. Yeah, he wouldn't no. have looked like that. <laughs> he doesn't have enough hair. Um, he wouldn't have looked like that. That's true. Or this. <laughs> Look at me in the background saying, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Crap, he stole it. <laughs> yeah, there he is. <laughs> but, You're yeah. so proud of yourself there. Yeah, she is. <laughs> All but, right, uh, so. Like I said, I was glad the punk waited until Randy got his flowers, I guess, that you would say. Yeah. Because you know, him. if he would have showed up any time, bef- like during the show, that anything else would have been secondary, and yeah. they would have lost the crowd once once Punk went back to the back. Yep. So that went from build him up with Randy, and then really get the pop. I think the pop was louder for that than it was at AEW, honestly. But the pu- the pop for Punk escalated. Like it, it kept growing. Like when yeah. the music hit. Yeah. There was this massive pop. And then as he was coming through the tunnel, it just kept getting louder and louder and louder. It did. Which, it didn't do that in the United Center when he came back in the AEW. Yeah. So of course, we'll see. We'll see. more people at the arena than at uh, the United Center in AEW. Exactly. Well, maybe. maybe. Um, I, think they see, I think they seat more at the Allstate Arena than at the United Center, but I don't know. Was what, 17,000? Sure. Something like that. So. You know, I told you guys uh, when I watched that, and like I had seen clips of Punk coming out, but when I actually got a chance to watch it myself, like that fucking roof came off that building. It did. I, yeah, mm-hmm. I said, "Holy shit!" Oh yeah. <laughs> I'll bet. I'll bet the building was shaking. To be honest with you. Yeah, stadium pulse. Yeah. Yep. Dwayne, you said the same thing. You said the pop was bigger on Saturday than AEW. So. All right. Oh, no, go ahead. Hang on real quick. I got a couple things I want to mention based about punk here. Uh, Dave Meltzer kind of surprised me. Oh, geez. Uncle Dave. What's uh, Uncle say, Dave got to say? Oh, wrong one. Hang on. What is this? Here we go. Ah. He says, I'm going to read this verbatim. He says, quote, I think this hurts AEW considerably just from a perception standpoint. The reason I say that is because of what happened with Cody Rhodes. Punk is not the spiritual beginner of AW like Cody Rhodes was, but Punk was the biggest star AW ever had. Truth. Uh, that's just the reality of it. I know a lot of people don't want to hear it. I'm, I'm fine with it. Uh, yeah. As far as star power, he did move numbers more than anyone else. Now, here's where I have an issue. Did Max surpass him on his last run? Yes, he did. I don't believe he did. I, th- I think that might be him trying to like scrape up some sort of good favor with Tony on this uh, quote. Yeah. Uh, I continue... But it's still, when Cody left, he was not the number one guy either, and he went to WWE and became pretty much the number two guy almost immediately, and probably really is the number two guy right right now behind Roman Reigns. True, I agree with that. And he says, finishes saying, and Punk is going to be, when you switch sides, you get really, really big. Uh, I don't know what that sentence was, but, you know, he's not <laughs> wrong. So for the most part, Meltzer 
uh, you know, I would have thought he would uh, kind of slide with Tony a little bit more. Yeah, no. Take, but... Oh, are we but putting then... up the delusional guy one too? Is that the oh, one I, I saw? have to. Oh yeah, we. I was. I was waiting to put this one up because we uh, were having. We were having a chat about this earlier. We were. Yeah, uh, like we said, there's some Kool Aid drinkers in the AEW fan base, and this is one of the dooziest of the doozies, if you will. Oh boy, you want me to read it? Since I found it, I'll read it. Yeah, let me put it up on the thing here, and I'll let you read it. That that would be helpful. Okay. All right, CM Punk is a traitor. He is cold. He is so cold. It upsets me that after everything Tony Khan has done for CM Punk, <laughs> he double-crosses Tony Khan by running to WWE. There would be no CM Punk in 2023 if it wasn't for Tony Khan. I'm not happy about this. I take this personally and hate CM Punk for what he did to Tony Khan. Uh, translation? Translation? <laughs> <laughs> uh. First of all, so first, all right, we're going to break this down here. So first off, number one, I found out what the guy's name is. I'm not going to give him the satisfaction of knowing yeah, his let's name. Not. Uh, so CM Punk is a traitor. Double cross Tony Khan. Tony Khan fired him. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, what gets me is it upsets me after that, after everything Tony Khan has done for CM Punk. What the hell did he do for Punk? Punk did everything for Tony. Yeah, exactly. Punk, CM Punk made his company relevant, and also, by the way, if there was no Tony Khan, Punk would have gotten just as big of a pop on Saturday. Exactly. When he came back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Finally. Dumb. Ugh. Uh. Marks are gonna mark. I hate calling people Marks because it gives me a bad name. But... Right. You're a smart though. <laughs> We're, we, we've we've renamed. Well, you. No, I'm You're just talking smart. about the fact it's my name. <laughs> That's why. Why do you think people call me Reb all the time? Because I yeah. want to classify with these friggin' morons. That's our rebel. Tony, Con, Tony Khan fired Punk because he was afraid for his life, which I don't. I guarantee you will never hear Triple H say he was afraid for his life in a backstage. Exactly. Triple H has got number one. He's got Road Dog with him, and Road Dog's a Marine. Yeah. <laughs> but but for fuck's sake, people! I mean, I'm. Come on. And this isn't for all AEW fans. I've got friends that are AEW fans that aren't quite to this level. But for fuck's sake, it's not like Tony Khan is the love child of Santa Claus and Jesus Christ. For sake. Yeah, well, they think so. Or Jesus Saves, however you want or to Jesus do Or Jesus Saves, Carpenter yes. Extraordinaire. Carpenter yeah. Extraordinaire. <laughs> well, and we'll leave it at that. Anything else that AJ says about Jesus. Right. <laughs> All right, should we get into Raw? Can we get into Raw now? All right, I, I think we've set our pace. Uh, I want to say one more thing about Tony real quick. I'm, okay. I'll make it quick. Everybody says Tony Khan is Booker of the Year every year because apparently he's the be-all, end-all. Number one, Dave Meltzer got asked that, and he said Triple H was Booker of the Year this year. That's something to be noted. Number two, Tony Khan is not a Booker, no matter what he tries to do. There is a difference between a Booker and a matchmaker. Yes. Tony Khan is a matchmaker. He's basically playing universe mode with all of his downloadable characters Tony, in AEW. Tony Khan is a grown-ass kid with a bucket full of wrestlers that he pulls out and takes to his ring and plays matchmaker. That's what he I'll does. I'll tell you what. Tony's playing universe mode, but AJ does it better. Yes, yeah. AJ does it a lot better. A lot How about better. that one? How about that one? I mean, shit, but... I'm, I'm what, a year older than Tony Khan. If I had oodles of dollars, I could do what he does. At the risk of sounding like an better, idiot, but better. come on. I mean, 
Tony. Oh God, we be we be brilliant. Oh, and I'm, I don't. If somebody listens to this, I'm going to get roasted for that comment. Yep, too. you are, <laughs> and I know who you're talking about. <laughs> uh, oh, okay. Dwayne needs to understand the difference between a matchmaker and a booker. A booker tells stories. He, yes, he makes everything make sense. Tony just puts people in matches. Yeah. Now sometimes no they're good matches. No angles. There's no there's no rhyme or reason to it. It's I think that's why he's benefiting from doing a tournament. Yeah. Because the that's, tournament that's all lets you build a story. Matches. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know if you know this. Uh, if you go back to like one of the first handful of episodes of this show, we used to do kind of a a discussion every, every on a different subject every week and. I actually put it out there, would a tournament, like a round-robin tournament, work in the United States? Because I figured it was a matter of time before Tony was going to do it. And two years later, there he is. But uh, So I'm just saying, I'm not... I, I know we make things happen on the shootout, Menders. Apparently, I make things happen on here, too. So, <laughs> Hey, I made Marvin world champion. So, you, Yep, you did. <laughs> hey, scoff at Marvin. <clears throat> I didn't scoff. You, I didn't scoff. You grumbled. You grumbled. I grumbled. I didn't scoff. Don't grumble at There's Marvin. There's a difference. Grumble, grumble at Kyle. Don't grumble at Marvin. <laughs> All right. All right, Menders. Let's talk about Raw. 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 Opens up with Randy in a sweatsuit. Yes. Well, sweatshirt and t- sweatpants and t-shirt. Yeah. I get in trouble if I wear that stuff out in public, but apparently Randy can get away with it. Randy can get away with it. Trust me. <laughs> Easy. But, uh, yeah. Hey, I had to so, keep the cat out of the tree during the show. <laughs> she missed it. It was great. She had her head in it. <laughs> but, uh. She's, she's between my chair and the fence. Anyway. So, uh, I Rhea, liked... and, Rhea and Randy last night. I that enjoyed it. That promo was great. Oh, so good. I loved the. Daddy's home. Daddy's home. Daddy's home. <laughs> now, you know, and but that one kind of cut my soul a little bit. Because I love Randy, but he's still not daddy. But that's okay. I'm all right with it. Um, but yeah, the daddy's home. I popped. Dwayne for says that. hi. And let's see. Yeah, that that was fun. And then Dom Dom, and then Dom Dom and JD trying to uh, attack Randy from behind. It set up great for the main event. It set up real great for the main event. It did. Yeah, it was an ongoing trope through the whole show, like the, with every with everything they were doing there. Uh, and then don't forget that Randy said that he's coming after every member of the bloodline. Yes, mm-hmm. I like it. I'm okay with it. Yep, and I like how they t- they tied up the loose ends with Jay also. Yeah. Well, theoretically, I mean, Randy could change his, his scales at any time. You know. Well, he is a viper. He is. And then we had tag team turmoil, which I thought I, was yes. I thoroughly enjoyed tag team. Tormor. See, I we don't like those. I I did like this one. I think the right team went over in this case. I think the Creed Brothers. Although, I, I like teams. Yeah. Uh, I really. Yeah. I, and I, and I really enjoy the uh, the Creed Brothers. What did you think of Otis and Tazawa teaming up? You know what? You almost forget how good Tazawa is. Like, I always say that he's always doing the funny shit backstage. You watch him have him. He had a match with uh, Noam Dar on NXT a few weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, fantastic, fantastic match. 
Dwayne says I the wrong team won. Dwayne, who's the right team? Yeah, who is the right team? Now I'm concerned. Okay. My Piper. There's there's one other there's one other team that I would have been okay with if it, if it would have happened. I know who it was. Yes. Is it, is it your and they beat DIY? Otis and, oh, you're so wrong, Dwayne. Sorry. Um, wrong. I'm sorry. I'm. I'm I, I disagree, Dwayne. I but new I do day, love the new. I love the new day. But I love new day. They're right now. The they're there to get people over. Yes. Yeah, that's that's their job now. Collect a big paycheck and get people over. DIY. Plus, I don't know how Kofi. I would have been okay yeah. with DIY winning. Yeah, when they came out first, I thought they're not going to do it. No, no, no when way they, they came out first, and then it was Otis and Tazawa. I was like, okay, we got a chance. And then when they beat them, and but then when the uh, what's their name, Mahal Indus Sheer. Yeah, them. That's when, when I they, thought they were going to lose. No, yeah. Oh, I didn't. I didn't. I really I like didn't Indusheer. because remember, I think remember but remember Authors of Pain? I do. And apparently they yeah. were according to the dirt sheets, they were supposed they were a lot to be involved in Survivor series. Really? Proof that the, the dirt sheets get things right all the time. <laughs> right. <laughs> anyway, well, like I was anyway. Industry Menders. Please continue. Yeah, I, I love the fact that DIY beat them with a roll up. I thought that was yes. great. Wrestling. I thought that was awesome. Huh? <laughs> Wrestling, the, as they say. Yeah, when when the Creed <laughs> brothers came out, though, next, I was like, ah, yeah, DIY's done. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. They're, they're, I, really, they're really strapping the rocket to the Creed brothers, though. I mean, they, they are. They lost, yeah, but, they lost one match with fuckery. Yeah. Yeah, but as far as main roster, they're, uh, no, they're undefeated on our main roster, according to commentary. I think they got that wrong. I think they lost one to Imperium. Mm-hmm. Maybe. I have to go back so, and check. I have to go back I, and look. I like yeah. that, that it came down to Imperium and the Creeds. And I almost wonder if Gunther's not going to go off on his own. I'm waiting to see which one's going to go off on their own. Because I feel like there's a lot of tension within Imperium right now, too. Right, well, uh, Marcel Marceau ain't leaving uh, Gunther's side, so it'll be uh, yeah, I know that. Gio Vinci. Or, or, or wait, no, I meant uh, uh, Kaiser. 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 Wilhelm Schmidt. <laughs> Kaiser. Kaiser. Uh, but yeah, I really enjoyed the tag team turmoil last night, so that was fun. And then, of course, you had our truth uh, running around backstage, which was fantastic. God. Yes, right there in the middle of I a serious, truth. right, right there in a serious Judgment Day promo. He, I don't know where here he comes, covered in powdered, eating fucking jelly rolls, saying, <laughs> "I'll be member of your Survivor Series team," and they all just allegedly sighed. <laughs> I've missed our truth more than some dead relatives. Yeah, dang. <laughs> I'm it's, being facetious, of course, but he's, you know he's what 51 and still doing all like this. That, yeah. yeah, and the yeah. national the treasure he has from everybody because priest. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Nobody gets upset and they're just like, ah, oh, truth. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's fucking true. Exactly. It's like Danhausen in AEW. Yeah, basically. I'm gonna be y'all fifth member of y'all war games team. Everybody look at me. Truth Saturday, dude. Night. <laughs> that was We've already. All right. Can... <laughs> Did we win? How'd I do? <laughs> that was. I don't think they write for him. I'm willing to bet that he makes all his shit up 
on the fly. I hope so. That's why everybody's always laughing. Yeah. Uh, Can we talk about my favorite match last night? Okay. Yes. What was your favorite match? House fight. House fight. (laughs) Uh, Bronson Reed and uh, Big Bronson Reed and Ivar. Big Bronson Reed and Ivar. (laughs) I think going 10 minutes plus might have been a bad call because they were getting a little blown up toward the end. But just two big motherfuckers just beating the crap out of each other is always good television. Yes. And I want to see him do it again. They will do it. They will do it again. Yeah, I mean Ivar's got a long solo run for a while with uh, Roe taking uh, getting his surgery and taking time away. So that that's what I'm. I hope he doesn't get lost in the mix. I really hope he doesn't, though. I'm nervous that like he they're, might. They're they're really talking him up though when he when okay. he comes out. But but, the, but no, it was so a, then fun, what it was we a have? fun match. Uh, let's see. We had Seth Rollins segment in the ring with Drew, which we talked about how good Drew was last night. Mm-hmm. Uh, I loved the how Drew resigned himself to look past Jey Uso, move on, and then Seth says, "Oh, by the way, I'm defending my title against Jey Uso next week." Yeah, yeah headbutt. <laughs> and it was a good headbutt. It was a shoot headbutt almost looked like because he got a nice little cut right there above his eye. Yeah. He beat the pants off of Seth Rollins. Well, I was going to say he beat the pants off Seth Rollins, but he beat the pants off himself, technically, because his kilt fell off. The kilt fell off, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that, and you know what? I I don't hate the idea of Drew and Seth. I think they tell good stories. They tell such good stories. I think that's your match at the Rumble. Is it? I think so. Oh, yeah, and then Cody. Yeah. Cody's in the Rumble, and then he's also got the obligatory Japanese mist after he announced it. The red every mist. Japanese wrestler has to get the mist. Yep. Yeah. And it was the red mist. It, it was, was the red mist. Which is just under the black mist for lethality. Yes. I think I made up a word, but you know what I mean. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, uh, Cody... In the rumble, I think he's I think he's a lot to win it now. He's going to be in it. That's going to be his ticket to Roman. Is it going to be that, or is Shinsuke, or is Shinsuke going? I don't know. I don't. I don't want Cody to win back to back ones. That's my either, biggest but, thing. I mean, who else is it going to be? Because somebody's got to challenge Roman, and there's nobody left on SmackDown to challenge Roman. Cody's been talking about finishing his story for a year. I don't see them changing plans just because somebody comes back. We'll see. Thank you, Dwayne. <laughs> Thanks, Dwayne. You remember that TV show when magicians would put a hood on and then they would show how the how the sauces made how the tricks were done? Mm-hmm. That's Dwayne with all That's the gimmicky stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he takes away all of our fun. Wrestling secrets with Dwayne. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but but I know. <laughs> I think I have another T-shirt idea. I think you do too. <laughs> Uh, but, but but anyway, I know some of us in our little group chat was saying that now that Punk's back, he's going to move right up to the top of the line and challenge Roman. I don't think that's the case. I said it in the chat. I think the business for Punk right now is Rollins. Uh, Dwayne asked in the chat earlier if the Rollins reaction on Saturday was a work or a shoot. I think both. Yeah, both. I, I think both, but, but I think 
everybody there knows that there's business to be done there. There is. And so I think they're going to have McIntyre against Rollins at the Rumble. I don't know who they'll have with Roman. Uh, it's up and up open. In. Maybe you, LA Knight gets a rematch. You never know. So that keeps Punk LA wins, out of the Rumble. Punk wins the Rumble. Uh, Cody wins uh, Elimination Chamber in Australia to get his shot at Roman. Yeah, well, that could be interchangeable. Like go either way, or would either Punk way. Yeah. The Rumble be, would Punk winning the Rumble be too predictable though? Yeah, but Cody also. I say both of them are. Yeah, but the difference is Cody's been telling the story for the whole year. But yeah, and he's been telling the story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Dwayne suggested Randy versus Roman. I wouldn't hate it. I mean, it goes with the whole bloodline business that Randy it was does. talking about. Well, that'll happen at day. That'll happen at day one, maybe, or you know, the rumble, even. Maybe oh, yeah, I don't know if Roman will be booked for day one. Will Roman be booked for day one? Or, or maybe, and uh, we can hope for the rumble then. Yeah, I think uh, maybe Cody and Nakamura at day one. Maybe Rollins and well, maybe it could be Ro- Rollins and Drew. I say it could be Rollins and Drew. We might get our cash in then. Maybe maybe Priest will cash in. And then Rollins gets his belt back at the Rumble. Just throwing it out there. Or then you got Drew versus Priest, which would be fun too. Yeah, maybe Priest. Yeah, no. There, you know what? Drew wins the belt at the Rumble. Then you have Priest your huge champion in going him. into Mania. Yeah, no, yeah. It became long division and now I'm confused. <laughs> <laughs> My whiteboard is in the shop. So yeah, I we got your whiteboard. Oh, boy. I just think well, Charlie sure. Day whenever well, I think let's... of the whiteboard. Let's see what happens. We're specu- well, this is all wild speculation. Yeah. But, but I do think that at WrestleMania, it's going to be Cody and Roman and Punk and Rollins. That's going to be your two title matches. Okay. So I'm just going on record with that. Okay. Uh, let's see. So I'm starting to think we're not going to get our guest this uh, this week. Yeah, it's kind of what I'm thinking. So, yeah. we'll, so we'll what do you him, say? We'll get him on. We'll get him on. We'll get him on. Hey, maybe we can do one of our special live interviews at a hybrid show. There you go. One Maybe that would work out better for us. We'll him. figure something yeah. out. It's we'll all figure good. it out. All right. So, well, since he's not here, let's talk about Hybrid. We went to the Hybrid show on Saturday. Great show. We enjoyed yes. it thoroughly. Yes. You got to wear Bang Bang Bart's cowboy hat. I did. Uh, you got to see Matt Cross again. I did. Son of Havoc. Yeah. I was so you excited. You and AJ both got your signed Lucha hoods. Mm-hmm. And they split several beer buckets. <laughs> uh, what was the, what was the final tally, Bari? I think it was five. Uh, the five. I think it was five. With you and I having one apiece, Rip. Hey, wait. We yeah. also gave one to Kendall Fire, and we gave one to Dalton yeah. Davis. So okay, so I four. Chuckle when when I heard AJ offer one to Matt Cross, I had to chuckle because he's he just cross the straight edge. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, he meant, it was it was a nice offer. It was generous yeah, of him to was. offer. Uh, but, Dwayne's asking, no rock at WrestleMania? I don't think so. The strike's over, so he might be busy. Yeah, the strike's over, so I don't think it'll happen. I think that was all depending on if the actor's strike was going to be still going on. Yeah. I, I mean, fair we'll question, see. though. Yeah, never say never. <laughs> AJ. Uh, AJ's never given this up. <laughs> he's never given it no, up. No, he's not. <laughs> what is he talking about? Roman's 10,000-day uh, reign as champion? God. Yeah, yeah. You Eight know, years. He's not giving it up. He's not giving it up. No, he's not giving it up. <laughs> no. Right. He's when he gonna, starts, he's never going right. to give it up. Yeah. When he starts to talk about it, let him talk about it until he tires himself out. <laughs> Usually, how it goes. 
Yeah. yeah. Anyway, let's get back to hybrid here. Uh, yeah, let's do. So Matt Cross was in the big main event. Uh, I don't know if I wouldn't call it a death match, but it was definitely a, a hardcore match. In it the main was. Event. Him well, and Dale we Patrick's have, and we have Eric Dale Dillinger. Patrick's and yeah, Dillinger. It's gonna Dude, be. I'm a fan of Dillinger. Match. I'm a I'm a four four zero fan, so I like to have I like seeing Dillinger there. Uh, yeah. He stole. My, he did take my chair and fall in it. <laughs> That happens to after I got them. after I got my shit and moved. Yeah. Yeah. You were smart. Yes. <laughs> I didn't wear my T-shirt that said such, but you know, I had to do that on Friday too, Barry. When uh, Kenny Callis came hurtling at me like a projectile, yeah. we had to get the hell out of the way. I left my wife in her seat. Yeah, God, and right, <laughs> how, right how can we forget that I ended up with an Anakin Murphy in my lap? Uh-huh. <laughs> I feel I feel guilty because. He was because Cardi was going to put him in my lap, and I just kind of gave the arrow <laughs> towards you. So. Oh, we'll talk about um, that tomorrow night, though. We'll talk about it tomorrow. All of this. I'm, I'm yeah. hoping it's up on Patreon so I can see it before. It should be. I'm hoping. Yeah, it should be. I, don't, I don't see why it wouldn't be. Uh, we got to see. I know you were heartbroken having to see Cobra take on Ace Perry last night. Uh. Ace, friend of the show, former guest, by the way. <gasps> yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. It was a yeah. great match. It was so good. Our king won. The strike king won. The king as, won. As he should. Uh, uh, when the king got going, uh, <laughs> yeah, he got he going. Stop when he gets rolling. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. Bang, bang. Uh, Clayton Clark uh, against Aaron Atlas. Speaking yeah. of Mount Olympus, Menders. Yes. As I'm sporting. Yeah. I was a little surprised that Atlas took the took the loss there. Because he I just lost the world title not too long ago. They're building it up. I think there's going to be. I think there's more. I think there's more business to be done there. Honestly, mm. you think they're putting the unit back together in uh, hybrid? We shall see. That question. was another That's thing I really to wanted to ask for Austin. I will say I really wanted to ask Austin about because uh, they just lost Mount Olympus. Just lost their titles to Warren or Whiskey and Warren. Whiskey and Warren. Oh, speaking speaking, speaking of the devil, yeah. Clayton Clark and Johnny Poke. Yep. So, <laughs> and then we had yeah. who did yeah. Kendall fight? Uh, Kendall, uh, not Dalton Davis. Nope. Uh, who did he fight? AJ, help. <laughs> AJ. Hey, we had uh, a tag team match though, and I I think I ticked off one did. of the wrestlers in that show. Well, that he one. returned the favor by stealing your fudge. He did. Little <laughs> jerk. Our buddy Tyler Scott. Kendall Fox Thief of Dandel. Kendall Fox That's it. Stetson Winners. <laughs> yeah. Kendall Fox Stetson Winners. My fellow Dan Villian Stetson the Winners. The one that stole my fudge. Well, he was given your fudge. He was. Unlawfully. He was. That but that's okay. Tyler Scott thinks he can get away with him because he's a cute kid. Right? Or so he thinks. It was his birthday, though. So it was his birthday. I'll let it slide. And, right, and he was excited because he was going to go win that cruiserweight championship at whatever outlaw promotion that is in Indiana. So that's why that's what happened with that right there. Congratulations, <laughs> Tyler Scott, on your cruiserweight championship and your belt. There you yes. go. Send us pictures. He's, our, he's our buddy. Hey, but, Tyler's our buddy. But I did get to see my new favorite. Oh, Jay Silver. I got to see Jay. <laughs> Jay Silver. Yeah. yeah. Hey, uh, since we since we brought it up, Manners, let's talk about your fudge. Yes, what about my fudge? Let's plug the fudge. 
Let's plug the fudge. There it is. Isn't that cute? If we make a t-shirt on the back, I wanted to say, I don't mean poop. (laughs) 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 But no, yeah. uh, Maybe not. If you want to order some, get a hold of me on Facebook or, um, yeah, whatever. Large pans are $12. Small pans are $6. And ask the boys. Well, don't ask Reb. He doesn't know yet. I haven't tried it yet. It's in the fridge. It's ready to be partaken of after dinner. My (laughs) wife says it's very good. Good. So I do what I can. I do what I can. Well, you've been fudge crazy. You keep sending us pictures of like rows of fudge on your on your yep. table there, which usually you use for making signs, but apparently it's also your fudge factory. Yep. <laughs> oh my! Uh, <laughs> I just I got an audible oh no from my wife in the background <laughs> after I said that. Yeah, we kind of all went. Oh geez. yeah, Elam's fudge factory is not going to be a T-shirt. No, 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 no. 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 We'll put that on no. the back and then the lemonade stand on the front. Yeah, well, let's leave that on I the have... cutting room floor, please. Yeah, if you if anybody does want fudge, though, if there's a show coming up that I know of, I will more than likely be there, especially if any of our Zero One listeners are listening. I will be at the ninth show. But, uh, yeah, let me know. Get a hold of me. I will ship it. Oh, Reb, what does that look for? I'm just thinking about the Fudge Factory comments okay. and regretting okay. it. And regretting all of it? That's good. I'm going to get a text from my brother after he listens to this episode. You sure are. Hershey Highway, if you will, Uh, huh? No, 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 no. You're not helping, Barry. You're not helping. You're not helping. (laughs) So let's move on now. (laughs) Let's move on. Well, you know what? We're at about an hour 45. Let's get into our our usual business here. All right. With our Hall of Fame. Are you sticking around with us? Because Hall of Fame. You're going to like this. If you guys are. This one. All right, I'm going to stick around, but I'm going to jump off of here because I'm hungry. And yeah, but I'm going to definitely listen to it, though, and I'll comment in. All right. All right. Sounds good. All right. Yes. So here we So here we go. All right, so the JTR Hall of Fame. Uh, yes, Dwayne, I, there's a top 10 tonight. Hold your horses. Sorry. Don't get ahead of me. Although, Dwayne, I don't know if you heard, we're going starting next year weekly, and then we're going to be alternating week to week between the top 10 and the Hall of Fame. So there will not be a top 10 every episode. Right. Just an important programming note there. Uh, so the, I took the liberty of picking this week's Hall of Fame inductee because Menders couldn't think of one. Uh <laughs> It wasn't that I couldn't think of one. I just couldn't remember whose turn it was to pick. My bad. Oh, okay. All right. Well, next next episode is your pick. Okay. All right. So we get to thinking. But uh, in the category of guys who should have probably been in a long time ago. Yeah. There you there go. He is the million dollar man, Ted DiBiase. If you listen to Boyd Pierce from Omaha, Nebraska, but I think he's actually from Texas. I. I'm trying to see if though what are those hundreds or those like yeah they're tens? hundreds no they're okay. hundreds they're hundreds 
Because he used to always give out the $100 bill if the kid could bounce the basketball 10 times. When he would uh, stuff the money in the jobber's mouth at the end of matches, I wonder if that was actually the guy's payday. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> All right. So. He was such a good heel. He really he was. was. He was maybe the best heel of my of my youth coming mm-hmm. up in uh <laughs> Oh Bart. Give Mississippi back their million. That's true. That's true. It's, it's yeah, yeah. Meh. Yeah, not wrong. Uh not wrong. <laughs> so we're gonna talk about his mid south run, but I'm not gonna get into that first because that's not where I was first introduced to Mr. DiBiase. Look at that guy. <laughs> the vignettes. <laughs> From I'm 1987. So uh, do you, have you seen the vignettes, Menders? Oh, yeah. Come on now. Who hasn't seen the vignettes? That's that's true. I think my favorite was when he paid the guy at the public pool to kick all the kids out so he yep. could go swimming. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I think there was one where he paid the hotel to take the honeymoon suite and kick the couple out of it that were in there. Yep. It's such a good heel. And well, it's like AJ said there earlier. Everybody's got a price for the million dollar it's, man. It's so. true. Yeah. Uh, but there was, I guess the problem was when he first started doing the gimmick. And I love the story about how they protected kayfabe in the gimmick. Because Vince basically told him that he wanted Ted to be the million dollar man. Like everywhere. So he, like he would go to like the, I forget what department it was. And he'd get like a big wad of cash to carry on with him everywhere. And he would go and he would pay people's like dinner uh, checks at fancy restaurants. And he would just throw his money around just to kind of establish the character. But the problem is he started getting cheers. <laughs> yeah. You know, he's giving everybody money. They're, he's giving everybody like money. That. Why not? Yeah. So that's when he started doing the stuff like with the kid dribbling the basketball and kicking the ball away before he could get it. And, yeah. uh, but yeah, so he's so they had him flying first class and taking limos to all the shows when everybody else was driving rental cars and riding coach and everything. But I don't think he had heat though. Over I don't that, think he surprisingly. did. He was drawing From the what money. I've heard he well, and he was always he was still very he was humble. He, he was, was very humble. humble. Yeah. Yes. And I uh, think that has a lot to do with it. If you're good to the boys, the boys are good to you. So, yeah. uh, do you remember you were there when Teddy was at the expo, right? No, he's going to be there this year. Okay, he was there the first year I went, a couple of years ago, and he told the okay. story about the kid with the basketball during his Q and A. And I guess he hadn't, he didn't ever see the kid for years after. That. But then at one of the rental car places, like ten, fifteen years ago, he was getting his car, and I guess the kid was working as the manager of the rental company oh. and found him. Oh wow! It was crazy. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. It's crazy to think how how things like that can happen. Oh, you know? I know. Yeah. Uh, all right. So, so you got Teddy, you got the vignettes. Of course, you got to talk about Virgil. Virgil. The He's crazy now. Is... It's okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, I have a whole folder full of pictures where I photoshopped Virgil at his table in different places. I don't know no if I showed you those vendors. No. I may have to start sending those in the group chat like, okay. in here and there. But Sounds yeah, here good. we see Virgil twisting the fungus off of Teddy's toes <laughs> in the locker room. He looks thrilled. Yeah, uh, doesn't he? Yeah. Uh, did you did you ever root for anybody more, though, than Virgil when Virgil started to turn on 
million dollar man. Oh, though. oh yeah, yeah. That was so fun. When he it was, was like, hyper- when is he gonna get sick of it? When is he gonna get sick the, of it? The rumble when he finally hit him with the belt. Piper was like yelling at him from commentary about all that stuff. It was just good stuff. But uh, but before we get to that, we got to talk about the Mega Bucks. Yep. Mega Bucks. DiBiase and Andre. When DiBiase temporarily bought the contract of Andre the Giant. Yeah. Uh, don't take my seat. I'm going to need that here in a little bit. <laughs> She's in my on my spot at the couch. Uh, so these three are involved in probably the greatest angle ever cooked up on television. Yes, they are. Yeah. Look at that. I was so heartbroken, though. Oh, I mean, legally, yeah, Andre can't just hand the belt over to somebody. So I got why they vacated the title. I just wish they would have had DiBiase win the tournament. Yeah. I mean, they because I love Macho and I wanted them to stay babyface. And then you can do Hogan and DiBiase at WrestleMania 5. Get Hogan his belt back then. But uh, it just Hindsight's it seems 20, like 20. <laughs> it makes no sense to me why they never had that match one-on-one at WrestleMania, Hogan and DiBiase. I know they did the tag match at WrestleMania 9, but still. Yeah. It was like the natural, like the top baby face and the top heel. They should have, it just should have been co-joined with each other. It should have worked. I mean, heel Bacho against Hogan was fantastic. But still, I mean, you could have done Hogan and DiBiase instead of Hogan Warrior. Yeah. I'm I'm, I'm always guilty of armchair booking here and there. We both are. It's fine. (laughs) Yeah. What's your next picture? Oh. I want to see. I want right. to see. I want next to see. Step. Okay. So after the, the singles run, the whole stuff with Virgil, uh, he took on Sherry as his manager for a bit, and then he wound up going on to his last big run as a wrestler before you know back injuries made him retire. Yeah. Money Inc. There you see it there. Him and IRS. We get to meet them this year at the expo. I'm excited. We, we do. I can't wait. I'm hoping there's a photo op with Money Inc. with the belt. There better it, be. It, especially if Jimmy's there again this year. That'd be fun. Uh, I am going to ask a question of IRS when we if they do a Q&A. What's that? If he paid his taxes? No, I'm going to ask if it's true that there was talk of having a tag team with him and The Undertaker called Death and Taxes. That would have been... Oh, that would have been fun. That was, I was I I heard Bruce Pritchard say that was actually an idea that was pitched, but I want to know if Rotunda ever heard about it. Hmm. Because you know me, I love my wordplay. That would have been great. Right. Right. Yes. So, DiBiase and Irwin win the belt a couple times, uh, beat the Road Warriors and the the Natural Disasters, respectively for those for the titles, and then uh, DiBiase. The whole time he's going to WWE, he's also going to Japan here and there, teaming with Stan Hansen. Right. In uh, all Japan. Uh, winds up hurting his back, so he had to retire. Uh, became a manager. And who can forget the million dollar corporation? Right. Look at those guys. Never won a match on a pay per view. None of them. <laughs> Not a damn one of them. The whole. And this is just oh, a man, handful. This people that are in it, though. And this is only a fraction of them. You got Bigelow, you got Kama, you know, the Godfather, you got Tatanka, right. you got Bundy there. Then you add to the fact you got, uh, I'm trying to think who else was all, uh, IRS, of course, was in there. Later on, Steve Austin, Sid Vicious, X-Pac. I'm sorry, 123Kid, kayfabe. Right. Uh, 
and yeah, it was just a who's who of guys that should have been better. Right. Of course, uh, main event of WrestleMania 11, managing uh, Bam Bam against LT. See, there's Austin. Look at that guy. <laughs> that was the he ringmaster. He looks none too pleased with his name and his position at this point. Well, I mean, he I was heard he wasn't. Master. I heard he wasn't happy being managed by DiBiase. I, I think he felt he didn't need a mouthpiece. He didn't really crazy crazy thought really. Yeah, but, uh, I mean, he didn't really need a mouthpiece. No, and that's not a knock on DiBiase. It's Mm-mm. there so, are certain yeah. there are certain guys that came up that. They could already do their own talking. They there didn't was, there was a period where every heel needed a manager. Yeah. It was just, if the heel came in, they just put him with somebody. It was especially back when they had like Heenan and Jimmy Hart and Fuji and all the all those Slick. Guys. Slick, yes. Uh, so after the run with Austin, he goes to WCW. And I remember him sitting in the, in the seats here. And there was speculation because the NWO was feuding with the Horsemen. Mm-hmm. And this was the first night he was there, so he put up the four fingers, so trying to make people think that there was he was going to be the fourth horseman, or a member of the horseman. He's a manager, and then mm-hmm. he threw up that fifth finger as the fifth member of the NWO and started, and he did the laugh, and I popped. I was like, "Oh, this is great," <laughs> because this is why I love the NWO because it wasn't oversaturated with everybody on the roster. It was just everybody was wasn't Hogan. NWO at this point. No, it was Hogan Hall, Nash, and the Giant before DiBiase joined. Then we got X-Pac and Virgil. Hmm. And that was it for a while until Buff joined up at the end of, like, 96. But then he talked about how, how hell froze over when Punk came back. This was hell freezing over for me when I was in high school. DiBiase and Hogan on the same team. Right. Right. <laughs> Billionaire Ted. Yep, that's what Hogan called him. Billionaire Ted. Yep. Well, they couldn't call him the Million Dollar Man, could they? Wasn't no, that copyrighted? It was, it was intellectual property, yes. Yep. Ted DiBiase is his real name, so he could use that. But, right. Uh, then uh, after he left for the NWO, he started managing the Steiner Brothers. It was, it was okay. Not great. Yeah. It was basically... Well, now you're getting into the sketchy part of WCW, though, too. Yeah, this is right before Scotty joined the NWO and dyed his hair blonde and started doing math and promos. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Steiner math. <laughs> yeah, basically, he, the idea was that DiBiase was their secret weapon to go against the outsiders because he knew all their tricks. You know, good psychology. Ah, okay. But, uh, so yeah, after the Steiner's run was over, he kind of walked away. He left and kind of did his own thing. He joined Creative for a while in WWF, WWE. Uh, of course, we know about his son joining, teaming up with Cody, being tag champs, going to yep. prison, all that Legacy. stuff. Legacy. <laughs> Yeah, legacy. And, uh, yeah, so then after that, I forget what year it was. I think it was 2009, maybe 2010. Finally got into the Hall of Fame. Yeah. But what I really want to talk about is my favorite Ted DiBiase, believe it or not, isn't the Million Dollar Man stuff. It's when he was in Mid-South. See, Uh, and that's where I need to get back and watch my Mid-South because I'm so... I was late to it. We didn't get Mid South on TV when I was a kid, so I I had to watch it later on. But I watched the stuff he did. Look, look at this, this guy. That doesn't even look like him. No. (laughs) He had the loaded black glove because he was still a heel. There you go. He was he was their top heel. He was their North American champion because they didn't have a world title in Mid South. But uh, he was a member of the Rat Pack. 
Oh my! Him, Jim Duggan, and Matt Bourne, who you all know as Doink the Clown, the original Doink the Clown. The they were good like the heel Doink stable. The, clown. the the best Doink the Clown. Yes, the best. Yeah, when he wasn't on his recreational goodies, as our friend Barry yeah. likes to call him. Yes. But they were like the big heel team. Duggan and Bourne were. No, I'm sorry. Bourne and DiBiase were tag champs. DiBiase was the North American champ. Duggan held any number of state, like regional championships. And then, uh, yes, Rat Pack Bari, you were right. And then after a while, he joined up with the dreaded Skandar Akbar, still as a heel. But the thing that really turned the corner, he actually went babyface in Mid-South as a wrestler. And this is a match I don't think... I've heard Cornette talk about him being babyface in Mm Mid-South, so... But there's a match that you will not like, Menders. Shocker. Uh, Oh, jeez. Wrestled Flair on TV... Let a gusher before the match even started. It was a it was a whole thread through the whole show. That happened at the beginning of the show. Halfway through, Bill Watts goes on camera saying that DiBiase demanded his title shot, even though he was hurt. So he goes out with the big spirit of 76, head bandage on, wrestle flare. Bandage comes off. He's bleeding like a motherfucker. <laughs> winds, up, winds up so woozy that he falls out of the ring and gets counted out. And then Dick Murdoch came and gave him a brain buster on the floor. Just good stuff. Sounds like it. But <laughs> Sounds that's like what, my type of match. <laughs> but he but he went into the matches as, as a heel, but he got over as a baby face. Yeah, it's a baby in the yeah. process. Uh, here he is without the blood. Smi- yeah. Now see baby now face. now this is getting more into the way I remember DiBiase right there. Yeah, the mm-hmm. feathered hair and the yeah. Oh yeah, uh, there's a match out there, Menders, on YouTube that. I think you'll enjoy because it is the most overbooked fiasco of a match I've ever seen. Uh, so I won't I was, enjoy I, it is what you're I, saying. I, I watched it today after I got home from work and I had to show Stacy a little bit of it. So as a backstory, when DiBiase was a heel in Mid-South and Aid and Bari, I'm going to, I'm going to test you. I want to see if you know what this match is before I say it. Oh, Dwayne. Yeah, you're right about this one. When he got power driven on the floor, then several more times by the Freebirds in the ring. Yeah. The, the Freebird feud was awesome later on but anyway so th- he had a feud with duggan going around the circuit mm-hmm. they have a series of matches each with a different stipulation it's they have a cage match a coal miners glove match you know coal miners glove on the pole uh right tuxedo tuxedo match that's where i that's why i was bringing up the tuxedo match earlier Ugh. yeah okay uh, they had a loser leaves town match they had uh no disqualification all every match you can imagine then the blow off of the feud, they put all of them together in one match. You Literally. know what we call that? We call that Mama's House. <laughs> but no, it's <laughs> no bullshit. It is both guys in tuxedos in a cage with a coal miner's glove on a pole, Loser Leaves Town, no disqualification match. <laughs> and it was Loser Leaves for 30 days. So, oh, see, Bart, well, you're, yeah, you were half right. But the. I love how they used to do the loser leaves because they would do it permanently if the guy was leaving the territory for good. Moving right. on. In this case, it was loser leaves town for 30 days because Teddy had a, a month long tour of Japan coming up. So they, that's ah. how they got him off TV to go do that his, makes sense. his thing. Yeah. It's good old fashioned booking, you know. Bill Watts, you know, say what you want about Bill Watts. I love the booking in Mid South so much. That's my favorite of all the territories back in the day. Even more I... so than Crockett, believe it or not. Wow. That's impressive. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Let me get some more business going on here. 
And uh, yeah, so I think DiBiase is a very well deserved. Oops. Again, one of those that why isn't he already in? Oh yeah, we don't have enough time. <laughs> oh, there it is. Yeah, especially now that we're going to be doing every other week with the with the top ten Tuesdays and the Hall of Fames and everything. So we are going to conclude the Hall of Fame and move on to our top ten, and we're doing pretty well. It's eight o'clock. We are. So we're getting it figured out here. So. I'm really kind of curious. To... To, actually, speaking of, I'm really kind of curious to see about this NXT match if Wesley's going to pull it off. Because he's in there yeah. with some heavy hitters. So Yeah, all former uh, North American champions, as I understand it. Uh, well, it's oh, what? I Johnny? To... Johnny Gargano, Trevor Grimes, or Cameron Grimes. I was called Trevor, Trevor Lee. And, uh, and Big Bronson. So. Oh, jeez. So there could be a lot of eating going on in that match, Bingers. There could be. There could be. Uh, I've totally spaced out. I forgot to show everybody my my warning that I I created. To I'm going to give it to Tony oh. to have him put it at the top of every AEW show now. Okay, I'm ready. Should I put it up? Can I put it yes. up? Yes, put it okay. up. Warning. Would you like to? Don't let the fact that the higher ups in this company let the talent do whatever they want to fool you. The stunts performed on this program are stupid and should not be attempted by anyone. Do not try this at home. And that includes the wrestlers should not be attempting some of this crap. Yeah. Sorry, I, I added of, that bit. Yeah, well, I really think they need to have a put the don't try this at home thing up just for legal reasons because somebody's going to get hurt doing this shit if they're in their backyard. Yes. Or trying to up to one up it. That, right. That's the bad part. You're going to have those people out there want to one I mean, they could it. put the warning up, but that doesn't mean they're going to listen. But at least then well, Tony, yeah. would be, Tony would be absolved of any, well, some uh, wrongdoing. Right. All right. Well, with that said, Menders, what do you say we get into our next our next and penultimate piece of business here? You know, I'm really excited because I actually did put a top ten together. So yeah, I'm I think excited. You, put a, you, you even have an honorable mention, which I don't have. I do. I have an honorable mention. All right, so here we go. Where if I ever get to be a manager, I'm using that as my entrance music. <laughs> hey, it's good that enough for Brown Rickles. That will work very well for BA, though. Come on now. No, maybe not. But <laughs> if it's good enough for Don Rickles, it's good enough for me. Yeah, that's true. All right. So our subject this week for Top Ten Tuesday: Top Ten Wrestlers Under the Age of Thirty. And yes. our criteria menders is literally from up to the age of 29. If you were I know, 30, which, you do not qualify. <laughs> which took out like three of the ones I wanted. Because they yeah, turned took out 30 a couple this of mine. year. It took out a couple <laughs> of mine. That's why Will Ospreay is not on my list. That's why Dragonoff isn't on my list. Right? That's the reason Butch isn't on my list. Uh, but he's not. He's 30? He turned 30. Oh, I thought he was like, well, no, he's been there for a while because I remember he was like 25 when he debuted. So that makes yep, sense. He's he's 30. I looked it up. Believe me. <laughs> All right. Well, Menders, before we get into the countdown, what is your honorable mention? My honorable mention, and it's because, and here's, 
AJ, knock it off, dude. Um, AJ, that's that's shit. That's the kind of shit Dwayne does. Yeah. <laughs> no offense. So Dwayne. my honorable you know. mention is Daniel Garcia. That's my okay. honorable mention, and the whole Dancing reason Dan. is because of his dancing. I hate his gimmick. If he was a better dancer, would he have made your list? No. If he would cut the if he would cut the dancing completely out and got away from Jericho and been straight up wrestler and not a sports entertainer. Red Death. I would be all about it. He had a phenomenal match with Tom Lawler at a Black Label Pro show I was at a couple years ago. I can imagine. Like I said, whenever he's wrestling, he's great. Yes. I can't stand right. the dancing. I'm over it. No, the dancing is awful. Especially when he was doing the shit with Billy Gunn. That was just exactly. <laughs> Damn it, AJ. All right. So let's get into the actual top 10. Do you want me to go first or do you want to go first? No, you go first because you have pictures. Okay. And, and I All think right. my, my 10 will probably surprise you. Okay. Well, here's my, my number 10. I want okay. Billy Starks. 19 years old. Uh, Ring of Honor. Damn it. Uh, now I feel her booking bad. is atrocious. Yeah. Her booking is atrocious right now, being the minion and all this, which I think is, I think they're angling to get her to be the one to beat Athena for the Ring of Honor women's title out of this. I hope but, so. Uh, but she is so good for being as young as she is. I completely forgot about Billy Starks. I feel terrible now. Because I loved her. I've seen her. I've seen her in a bunch of different promotions around here. She's. She'd been at zero one, right? Yeah, she was at zero one, and she was at um, she was a hybrid. She's been a hybrid. She's been at um, zero one. She actually fought Rain in zero one, so in a triple threat with Lainey Luck. So I think I think I remember seeing one of Rain's promos about Billy on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Billy Billy was over so much, and Rain, of course wrestling during the pandemic days oh okay huh oh wow her the cobra okay. were wrestling during the pandemic and she survived <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i oh good pick good pick thank, so thank people you. might scoff at my number 10 yeah she okay. was part of the first hybrid eliminator match and it was like ace perry sam knight uh aaron atlas AJ, you'd have to help Babushka. me with the other two. I don't think it was Babushka. I don't remember. But Bang, my, number 10 is, my number 10 is Nathan Frazier, and he's 25. Ooh, okay. Very strong pick. I like Nathan Frazier. He did not make my list because I forgot about him. But he, that will see. The I don't feel of the so list, bad. But, <laughs> yep. No. I'll, I'll Cameron Saturn. That was the other one. Okay. Cameron Saturn oh, was okay. in that eliminator, too. Gotcha. So. All right. Nathan Frazier is a strong pick. I like it. All right. Uh, like I said, he was nine. 25, so I was like, yes. <laughs> All right. My number What's nine number is nine? not – I've got him this low, not for his talent, but for just – I'm not wild about – well, I'm okay with most of his booking. I like the fact he's in the team that he's in, but he kind of got shuffled down the mid card a little bit here. Nah. Austin Theory. 26 years of age, former U.S. champion. I could see him and Grayson Waller as tag champs, like the, the shitty heel tag champs. You know what I mean? I'm so over Grayson Waller. I'm sorry. 
Not a fan. I I, I, I like him. He's a good. He's good at being the shithead heel, and I appreciate I, I that. Guess. So my number nine is Kyle Fletcher. He's twenty four. Okay. The uh, bridegroom of Sky Blue. Yeah, I, well, I don't hold that <laughs> against him. No. <laughs> I do like Aussie Open. I think they're a really good tag team. So. I do too. I like Aussie Open. AJ says Austin Theory will be WWE champion in five years. I, you know, I wouldn't honestly. I'm okay with it. Yeah. Actually, you know what? Maybe him and Punk should do a singles run. That'd be good. I mean, assuming the Punk is going to go, Punk might be a free agent. He seems like he might be the kind of guy that can go wherever he wants. Yeah. He's got that Brock spot, you know? Yeah. He's got Brock status. All right, moving on. My number eight, fresh out of the joint, Dirty Dom. <laughs> what, I love the uh, shot that Cole. War Games Cage. <laughs> I love the shot that Cole took out. It's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this oh, is the most time Dom great. spent behind bars. Uh, so you had He's Dom. Flashbacks to beat in the hole. <laughs> <laughs> so my number eight was Austin Theory. So, oh, okay. so right. yeah, we, we were just about on the same page. So, Hangman Page is not on our list. No, hell he no. might be in he might be in his thirties though. He is. All right, we are to number seven. Yep. All right. This one will shock you for me, but I want to see what yours is. All right, Kanosuke Takeshita, yeah. twenty-eight years of age. I love his work. I mean. He's so much better than how he's being booked in AEW. Yeah, he is. Well, here's the thing. (laughs) Here's the thing, though. When he was first being booked, they were doing it right. Now, Mm -hmm. he's getting getting lost in the mix, in my opinion. He's kind of getting overshadowed by Don Callis. Yes. Yes. So, my number seven is Logan Paul. He is 28. Interesting. You know what? Hey, for, for his for... ability in the ring, exactly. I, I'm okay with it. And he's the U.S. champ, so you know. I'm interested to see what your number six is. My number six. Uh, let's see. I went uh, the NXT route for number six here. Okay. Roxanne Perez. Okay. She's just a. I mean, she's been in the business about eight years, but she's still just a baby. She's 22. Yeah, she is a baby. Well, she's one of Booker's kids, too, isn't she? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Such a good worker. Which I've thought since she was in Ring of Honor. Mm-hmm. So, I, I did go to... I, I went AEW on this one. And I actually went with Tony Storm. Because she's 27. Yep, like I said, best thing that uh, AEW's got in their women's division right now. Maybe one of the more entertaining acts in the company as a whole. Yeah, oh, I agree. I agree. I still, I'm still with AJ. I want to see Dan Housen, like, as her obsessed stalker. <laughs> it's just, Sorry, got it the writes black itself. And white makeup. <laughs> it does. It, it just, it writes itself. Yeah, Hello! it does. Just for the and interaction, start... I'd be 
<laughs> exactly. Uh, what's your number five? Number five, still with NXT here. Him, Carmelo Hayes, okay. twenty-nine years of age. Uh, yep. This guy's special. He's he's a he is. A, to paraphrase Jim Ross, he's a blue chipper. He is. He's kind of got it all, and as soon as they can get him pushed, I'm. I'm Wayne, I'm starting to wonder about you. Tony I am Stone too. Boring. I'm really Shame on you, Dwayne. Shame on you, Dwayne. Um, my number five is Tyler Bate. He oh, is twenty-six. Tyler, I, do, I am a fan. I am a fan of Tyler Bate. Yep. Yes. Uh, big strong boy indeed. Big strong boy. Now I'm interested to see if our number four is the same. Because uh, I know I our can, three isn't, so. I, I promise you our four is not the same. Okay. Ah, okay. I had Tony number four. Okay. And I had to go with a black and white picture just to, you know. Well, duh, you have to. And if you haven't seen her accepting her championship on Wednesday, go out of your way to go and find that and watch it. It was gold. Yeah. Everybody played their part so well in that that segment. My number four? Number four. Braun Breaker. Ooh. 25. Yep. Just just a pup, no pun intended. Just a baby. Yeah. <laughs> he is a pup. <laughs> well, should I just go with my number three? Yep, go through number three. <laughs> <laughs> well, we Braun weren't Breaker, off too much years. by that. <laughs> no, we're pretty, pretty close. Uh, man, just his ability in the He's so good. He's so good. Everything he does is tight. I like his promos. Sounds like a mm-hmm. cross between his dad and his uncle. Like in his, Sounds in like his a grown voice. ass man. <laughs> That's what it is. Ooh. There's a compilation on YouTube of all of Tony's silent films and backstage interviews on YouTube. I may have to go find that. <laughs> you may. All right. Uh, but no, Braun, yeah. I, he's If he's not on the main roster by Nine After Mania next year, the, I'm I'm confused. Uh, I think he should be in the Rumble this year, but... I think he will be. I honestly okay. do. I think he'll be. But we said that last year, too. We did. <laughs> I think he's ready, though. I think he's ready this year. Okay. All right, we're going to our top two, and AJ has already made number his three. guess on the we're, comments. Number three. We're at three. Oh, you just number three. three. You're number three. You're number three. My number three is Mello. Ah, Mello. Yep. Him. Hayes. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how old Trick is, but I didn't have him on my list. But he has been doing I good didn't work either. Though. I don't know. Let me find out. Yeah. I'll find out real quick. All right. So but go ahead and do you... The peanut gallery our... has made their guess for what our top two are, Menders. So let's see if they're right. Okay. My number two. Same. Rhea Ripley, 27 Mine years. Too. Mine too. Mine too. So good. Everything she does. I told you she's like the modern day Sherry Martell. We missed uh, out on Jerry. Manag- He's twenty nine. Oh, well, he might have got my honorable mention. Yeah, you know what? I'm go. just going to name him as honorable mention. Okay. That so works. that was so we both have the same number two. Uh, and I'm pretty sure we both have the same Ripley. number one. All right. Well, should we, let's dispense with the formalities. Our num- well, my number one. I don't know if it's the same one as you have. I'm but, sure it is. But since I figured it out, Menders. Yay! Our number one. My number one. Mine too. Jacob Friedman, MJF. (laughs) AEW World Champion, Ring of Honor World Tag Team Champion. 
Better than you, and you know it. Exactly. Better Uh, than you, baby. (laughs) Looking notwithstanding, he's so good. Everything he does is so good. Even outside of the ring. Oh, poor AJ. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, AJ. But MJF, up until the stuff with Cole, has just been brilliant. He's been great. It's pretty much as soon as they turn him babyface. And even like his outside, I love the fact that he is in character 24 7. That's my favorite. Yep. Because that's the way he treated everybody at the expo last year. And I loved it. Loved every minute of it. Good stuff. Yeah, whatever, Dwayne. That's he's supposed to be. So do you say that? Wait, so he's doing his job. What did he say? Oh, yeah. Not total asshole. He's your scumbag, Dwayne. He's my scumbag. I do, I do kind of like that. And I, don't mind the kangaroo kick whole thing because I'm okay with the kangaroo kick because it looks effective. <laughs> it does, and it's hilarious. He's like, the hopping around. I, I'm <laughs> I've, I've, I have issue with. <laughs> I think it's. Fun. I like his finish. I like the heat seeker. That's a, that's a cool yes. finish. I like that he just does a regular Fujiwara armbar as a submission finish. Yeah, I do too. Look, I have a notebook now, Reb. I have a notebook. Hey, look at that. I'm getting. I'm. I'm moving up in the world. Okay, Can we look pay who's some in the bills? Chat. Look who's in the chat. Devin Quinn. Devin. Is in. Yeah. Hey, Devin. Well, I I have your tag partners <laughs> cup. Devin Quinn of your favorite, your new favorite tag team in Hybrid yes. Championship Wrestling. They are my new favorite tag team. Yeah. Although it's so weird because I, I used to hate them a lot. Oh, yeah. Oh, you used to give them the business regularly. I did. But but we may have to have Devin and Jay on the show sometime. That'd be so fun. Devin, you want to come be on the show? <laughs> <laughs> Got it. Understand. <laughs> <laughs> AJ says MJF turning face he doesn't need to quit being the devil MJF is going to be a baby face because the people are going to learn to love them some devil quote from Jim Cornette hey you know what it reminds me so much of um yay we can get Devin on here sometime hey, nice. uh, it's, so, it's on uh, record it's on record <laughs> but uh, no um, MJF reminds me so much of, of Stone Cold that's not even funny because remember how much everybody hated Stone Cold, but then when he started, give you know. You're talking when he was studying Steve? Yeah, yeah, that's what I was talking about. Sure. Jackass. But no. When... I like studying Steve Austin. That was a good heel character. Well, Hollywood it made it thin, but it wasn't, it didn't, it didn't have the following that Stone Cold has. So, well, just no, saying. No. Uh, but... I see, I see a lot of, and I know he was technically his manager for a bit. I see a lot of Tully Blanchard in MJF when he's a heel. Mm-hmm. Maybe he actually because sat and learned from Tully. Maybe I MJF strikes me as the type that would actually sit under the learning tree with some of these veterans and, and mm-hmm. listen to him. But he's he's Tully was the same way. He was not afraid to be the asshole. No. And, and people uh, are loving the fact that he's the asshole, so it's great. Mm-hmm. What did you think of MJF telling Joe to fuck off <laughs> on Wednesday? Like, yep, he's still in there. He's still our buddy. <laughs> like it. And Joe reacted how anybody would. <laughs> They're basically 
Welch done a promise. He's gonna try to kill him. <laughs> <laughs> well, but we also got the famous Joe walking away while the guy was in midair. So I'm okay. So with good. It. So good. I love it. <laughs> but. All right. Well, Menders, what do you say we pay some bills and get out of here? It's Let's pay some bills. I'm hungry. Me too. Hungry. I think, I think I think the wife is making tacos. So. Ooh, you're not stuck with turkey tonight? I'm surprised. I had a turkey sandwich before, uh, like when I got home from work and they put me to sleep. I woke up at like 5.30. Gotcha. <laughs> all right, well, let's pay some bills here. ProWrestlingTees.com slash JTRPod for all of your, well, most of your t-shirt needs from the JTR Podcast Network. There you see it. You get your shit and move. I had to do that on Saturday. Then I think we all do at some point. Yeah. But yeah, at least we card. do. Yes. Got the bump card t-shirt. Got Hoss Fights Draw Money. Tony's Florida-style fast food booking. All kinds of good stuff there. Independent Wrestling uh, Matters. Independent Wrestling Matters because you know it does. It does. Uh, yes. Uh, BrainbusterTees.com slash other slash JTR dash podcast dash network. And I remind when you guys go to the podcast, I put these in the information so you don't have to just go by my sloppy reading of this uh, graphic. You can right. just click on it and they'll take you right to it. Uh, so you got more stuff from Jumping the Rail, from our Zero One Shootout podcast, from the Gold Rush show, which a week from Friday, we're doing our next Gold Rush episode. We had some scheduling conflicts, but we're going to be talking about the WCW Hardcore Championship. Oh, boy. A week from Friday. Okay. So, but yeah, so you see some of these. Uh, you got the, our Heart Foundation version. You got the Kiss logo. We got the, we call them belts, the Gold Rush shirt, all that. Giddy Mindy, if you want to get a Mindy, get a Minder shirt. Giddy Mindy. Or, yeah, or if you want to get a Gary Vaselio t shirt, you can get the Bearded Dragon right there. Which I think I need to get that for Gary for Christmas. There you go. Yeah. I said, I already have also, my Giddy Mindy sweatshirt, so. Yeah. And then also, if you're uh, an ECW fan, you can get our JTFNR shirt, <laughs> which I think is cool. I I got mine. It's uh, I actually was going to wear it today, but I fell asleep, so I had to hurry to get stuff put together. Uh, then also, uh, we talked about it earlier, Elam's Famous Fudge. Look at that. If you're interested, hit up Menders on hey, Facebook. Hey, ask Devin. Devin tried it Saturday. Oh, yeah. You know what? That's, AJ makes a good point. Independent wrestling matters because your favorite WWE AEW guy was somebody's favorite local guy first. It's very yes. true. Very true. <laughs> Wait, he had a wrestler in his, end up in his lap. I forget who. Was it Saving Gage? Maybe. I forget. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Half a tin of fudge in like a night. He did. That, that, Fudge can be addicting when it's done properly, and as I understand, I enjoyed the fact been... he was walking around just <laughs> scooping. <laughs> with a spoon. It was great. Uh, very nice. Very nice. Devin, you have to go back and like listen. This. We 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 did talk about the show Saturday. Yes. So. Uh, f- yeah. Uh, f- yeah. See. I have to keep. I love that. Course, yeah, I think my favorite thing tonight though has been Napoleon and Tony part. <laughs> Oh boy! Oh Tony, he makes it so easy. He does. It's low hanging it fruit. Easy. It's fish in a barrel, if you will. All right, we're getting off track. <laughs> we're getting off track. Uh, let's get out uh, of here, Rev. All right, let's get let's get out of here. Uh, Don't forget tomorrow, 
Zero One Shootout podcast. Oh, yes. Tomorrow, the Zero One Shootout. And it's just going to be you and me, man. There's yep, uh, cards no subject to time. change. That always happens. Uh, kind of always happens. It's all right. Yep. Every now and then oh. it happens. But we got a lot to talk about tomorrow. We do have a lot of Zero One to talk about tomorrow. Yes. And I need to talk to you about if you have a I can't even talk specific TikTok that needs to be viewed. If you oh, have the video, I'll have to get that uh, to you. I mean, I probably had the video on my phone because it was my video <laughs> that they used. So well, that's true. Yeah, I can, so I can find it and put. I'll I'll put them up on there. But uh, there you go. A couple of action shots from the big cage match in uh, Terre Haute. Yes. Yes, we yes, will Dwayne. Talk about and 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 we'll talk about how I think I got more hugs at that show than any show I've ever been to. But that's okay. <laughs> they know. They know. All right. Well, until our next episode, which in two weeks we are going to be doing another fantasy draft episode, Menders. Oh, that's in two. It's oh gonna, crap! Okay. It's going to be Yumi Bari, and I think AJ's going to be jumping on with us too. And running through it. We're doing uh, Stars of the 80s this time around. Okay. So, and it's not the fantasy super card. It's not going to be matches. We're just drafting a roster. In this we're just drafting rosters. Yep. And then, of course, the episode after that, November 26th, we're doing our year in review episode. I believe Gary will be back for that one. I'm uh, excited. I, I think Barry's joining us for that one also. And maybe okay. Narge. I talked to oh, Narge. We're going to have quite, we're quite we a crew. We might have a whole crew. This. Usually the uh, year in review goes goes long, so be prepared. <laughs> yeah, and we're already yes. two and a half hours tonight. But <laughs> nah, well, two twenty nine. Yeah. All right, let's say we get out of here before it hits two thirty. Okay, go. All right, so for <laughs> Menders, thanks to Barry for hanging out with us. This is Reb. Remind y'all, life is hard, work stiff, and we'll see you guys in a couple weeks. Thanks, guys. Back to you.